0: Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage. So tonight in the garage we have me, this is Eliza, we have Douglas. Hello. And then we got Zach
1: Oh hi We
0: got Josh Yo We got Adrian over here in the corner
1: Last time I checked
0: Megan Hello We got Dr. Hardass
1: Howdy Yes it's true it's
2: now
3: Dr. No We
0: got Craig
3: Welcome back
0: And we got Knock.
3: Hey 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 hey
0: <laughs> Lucas
3: Smoke weed every
4: day
0: <laughs> <laughs> So predictable Ding dongs Cat <laughs> Meow Miss Emma
4: Hello darlings
0: and Bagel.
1: I am Bagel, and I approve this message. <laughs> Zoe. Hey. Yay. Antonio. Brap. <laughs> uh, James. Hey. Donut is here. Hello. Mason. Yo.
0: Jake. Hello. David.
5: Good
1: evening.
0: Mary. What's up? Rich.
5: From the do check.
0: <laughs> electric Terry. Go electric. We have
6: Jeremy. Why?
2: Why, Jeremy? Why? Why? I don't know. I can't tell you.
5: Isaac. Representative for the sweaty in the world.
6: Bex. What's up? Aloha. (laughs) Next
0: up, we got John Dalton. Hello. We got Andy.
5: Don't forget about me.
0: Norman Reedus. What's up? What's up? (laughs) Uh, Hi. Thanks for having me. Charlie. Hi. Hello. Hi. It's me. (laughs) Micah. Yo, yo, wiki, wiki. Uh, Naked Jim. Word to your moms. Award winning Mike. (laughs) Bam, bam, bam. Don't look at me
2: when I'm inside of you.
7: (laughs) (laughs) There it is.
0: And then we got Hop Along Henry. Howdy again. Oh, isn't that fun? It's <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so precious. so precious. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Is oh, <laughs> it time to have dinner yet? at the same time. We <laughs>
7: treat every day. You <laughs> like that?
0: A nice oh, little walk down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh,
4: that was very nostalgic.
0: Wow. Hey, everyone. This is our five-year birthday cool. for the podcast. Oh, Can you man. believe we've made it five Happy years? Birthday. That, that mean we're that, a toddler now? Uh, that was a <laughs> lot of people... That we've had so many more yep. on the show mm-hmm. and we have more in the room so i just want to make sure we don't forget that we've got rick yo we got tim hello we got jocelyn hey there and we got sean hey, hey wow what uh, uh you know just making that uh, that edit was so much fun just remembering all the people <laughs> that have come through here and uh
1: I'm uh, trying to remember wow. what the gas prices were back then. <laughs> 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 when the
0: I know, I know. Um, such a long history. And I I brought Megan in today cuz I wanted to reminisce. It's been a while. That's it, for sure. It has been a while. And
1: what's up Megan? Hey, what's
0: up? <laughs> I even though um You know, actually Motorcycles and Misfits number one is still I think it's our second most listened to show. Even though in the description I've put please for the love of God,
4: (laughs) do not listen to this. Yeah, please don't. With reverse psychology. Yeah.
0: Don't listen. Please
8: yeah, but that's say. like a
4: red flag to a bull. <laughs> if you <laughs> say, this, <laughs> they "Do not listen to this," they're going to home in on it like a missile.
6: Particularly well, persons who know, are misfits. Do I say you can
0: listen to it, but don't start here at number yeah, one? Yeah, maybe it's fun revisit. to go back and be nostalgic. Yeah. So <laughs> right. um, I wanted to go back though and remember because you know the, the recycle garage has been going on about ten years, eleven, mm-hmm. twelve. God, I don't know, a long time but from that we used to sit around and and it was like six of us tell stories and (laughs) go to events and just you know just and some of us were saying hey you know giving each other tips and this and that and i think i went to zoe and megan i went to a few people and said hey what do you guys think about starting a podcast I was like, what's a podcast?
7: (laughs) (laughs) What time is it on? What 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 channel is that? (laughs) What channel is that? And
0: Um, I, yeah, Megan was like, all right. I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but sure. sure. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Okay. And Zoe was like, yeah sure why not and zoe did more than that she was like i can do this i can do this yes i'm like great i have no idea how to do this i can i I can set up a microphone and i can
6: talk but then what do you (laughs) do with it yeah you can talk (laughs) you guys are so cute and awesome so so as a former and current listener and i think i think like many
0: people starting out in podcasting we wanted to do it with no investment whatsoever (laughs) and I think Zoe said well I've got an old computer or no Eason Eason gave us an old computer computer. yeah that's right Zoe got the recording software and a single USB mic that plugged into that computer (laughs) and we we set it we said no we set it in the middle of us and we sat there and and talked and so it's just one mic yeah and which is why it's really crappy sound. But yeah. I mean it came through and we and thought started something pretty no, no, fucking cool. Nobody's gonna listen yeah. to this. Who's gonna listen to this? Yeah. How how do you even get people to listen to this? Yeah. So we decided we're just gonna do this for us. Yeah.
8: For fun, share Mm -hmm. all of the stupid, crazy shit that we did Mm -hmm. every Sunday.
0: Oh my gosh!
8: We evolved
1: like Pokemon. (laughs) Collect all the episodes. What's up?
0: I know, and uh, you know, just going back um, through it too, I find it interesting that on our first show, that. We knew we had the name misfits. We knew we we're misfits, we, but you know I, in, in the introduction, about? we are mechanics and misfits. Ah. Somehow, the motorcycle part wasn't as important. <laughs> <laughs> or I think I think I forgot. Yeah. I think we had
8: decided hmm. on motorcycles and misfits, and you said mechanics and misfits. I just forgot <laughs> instead. It, yeah, yes. it's
7: true.
0: <laughs> and I know that um, Zoe got the intro music, and we've had the same intro music this whole time. I remember that being yeah. a
8: really big deal because we couldn't use certain music because of all the copyright issues.
0: And so, she f- and she found a song yeah. called Motorcycle at the Speed of Light by a band called Flannel Cat.
7: <laughs>
0: Believe yeah. it or not, that's what our intro and outro music is. And I even reached out to the band at some point to see if they wanted to be a guest on a show, but they had broken up, I think. They were no, <laughs> no longer. But I remember something, too, that I remember thinking, you know, um, we got to give ourselves time to work out all the kinks and get into the groove and get everything worked out. We should have it all nailed nailed down by episode 10. (laughs) Wow. I just remember you asking us
8: what we thought of Moto Bandito.
7: (laughs) (laughs) For the show?
8: And everyone was like...
7: Sure, (laughs) okay,
8: and coming up with all of those stupid things and then literally nobody has ever commented on them.
0: We and had somebody recently ask really? us about what what's up with Moto
8: Bandito. What is they that? they they didn't ask us about the sex toy toolkit for our motorcycle.
2: I've Googled so hard to find Moto Bandito.
0: You go to motobandito.com. That's B A N D I D O.
1: Currently at chapter eleven.
0: Um, but I think we did a pretty good job. We set out in those first 10 episodes to try and get better sound, better production. Oh, it took forever to edit at first. Sean, yeah. since you've done a podcast, how long did it usually take you to Did you edit?
3: In, indeterminate. I mean, it, it's still not done.
0: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Every
3: episode I've done, I probably should go back.
0: I know. Well, now I've got it down, it's about an hour. Hmm. It was like <laughs> maybe
8: 10 days it, the first couple times. <laughs>
0: <Wow>.
6: <laughs>
8: yeah, that's That's being, huge
6: progression. <laughs> <they're> like, yeah.
9: <laughs> the files are in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but one thing I think is interesting like we did the first 3 shows and it was me and Megan and and Zoe. And yeah. Zoe and I think John and Moti and Doug kind of joined us. Uh-huh. Yep. But then mm-hmm. by the fourth show people started going what are you guys doing yeah and at that show we had uh john doug megan eason knock david yeah. lucas and adrian <laughs> yes. and zoe Danger. episode four knock you showed
1: up i showed up i can't believe i was here that early I can't, wow i should have my head examined <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. i know i know and uh we started getting better mics that one single mic was, <laughs> was not, not, enough. not doing not. it yeah <laughs> No no no. So then I bought a small soundboard I think that That's was a, a starving a musician we all went four channel yeah. soundboard. Uh, yeah. We bumped up to four wow. mics. And where not, are we now? Uh now we're at a 16 channel yeah oh my
7: goodness.
0: Like but bouc- we still have people sharing mics. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like a bouquet of microphones in here man. There's not enough seats. I was yeah. going to say I know.
7: Uh,
8: the the testing and all of that. It was like nothing has changed. No, and... Literally nothing has
0: changed. Improving... Uh, <laughs> improving the pop filters and yeah. better mics, better soundboard, compressor limiter, better computer. There's we still, still the keep same getting better. And one
8: thing the I, th- beginning. I, think <laughs> I think... I think the first,
0: the first show, we introduced a little segment called Get to Know. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Where we got to know Megan and mm-hmm. that's something that is has yeah. survived. Did you guys too. get any
1: free shit out of that? I'm still waiting for my, like, yeah. you know free shit getaway <laughs> bonus thing. <laughs> Never got it.
0: Megan, do you remember what episode four was called? I don't know. <laughs> Going <laughs> too fast.
2: Passing
7: cars <laughs> left <laughs> and right.
2: That's my daily commute on 880 now. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: a little Megan on the first episode had been writing for like three months
7: three months six months and i borrowed
0: a drz 400 sm
8: and it was really fun (laughs) (laughs) and i had way too much fun and then i crashed it in the driveway and i still have the scars on my knee from that oh the memories so happy
0: memories take a moment um just that intro there were a lot of names there and some of the people still come around i mean james you've been coming here a long time in and out john dalton he's one of the ogs here um but you know, Lucas still comes around. Uh,
7: <laughs> it, it it's
10: been, while, Craig's here. It's
0: been yeah, it's been just a crazy fun roller coaster. But then we got into the later years and we got Miss Emma who we're celebrating another birthday.
4: Well, you Ooh. know, it's a, it's a very nostalgic time for me as well. Because it's three years to the day. When I first met the Misfits, wow. oh. and I've talked about this before, but it was it was so long ago, it's worth repeating again. That when you meet the Misfits on mass, it's quite intimidating. <laughs> and I got them in two waves. Wave one, which was the very first time we met, I got Liza, Jim, Zach, and Megan, oh, and they showed beautiful. up. They showed up at the museum. <laughs> And I'd li- I was largely ignoring them, and then Liza started <laughs> yakking on about. Oh, nice. I, I, right. just, I, I, t- I just I exhaust pipes, and I had to so I had to rectify it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I touch things, and yeah. I yeah. remember.
1: Stop um, fucking touching things, <laughs> man! Testing. I There's
8: remember you. Zach asking, like, "I wonder why the S's are shaped in this way on right. this bike and this." very british voice came like floating out of
7: Ooh, the darling. distance and it was like well
4: actually
8: <laughs> and that was how we met and that, and that was how yeah. we went so that yeah. was phase
4: one now, two weeks later, there was phase two. That's when we get your social security. And that, that was a larger group of misfits, including Mike. Oh and yeah, Mike. <laughs> was just, he'd see a bike he liked, this priceless Vincent Black Shadow, and just jump on it. Oh, the riding position's great on this. And old man Jameson's just like his eyes are popping out of his head. <laughs> like, he done, these, boy. These guys know bikes, uh, Neil. They're gonna be fine, um, but of course. You know history took over and i realized how well i got on with you all and um you poached me didn't you like yeah
0: we did um here's another uh significant episode episode number 30 and this one is special because it's the intro of bagel oh yeah he was a special guest and that show was called scooterists are people too kind of kind of
4: no they're yeah. not
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Bagel, you've been well, here since episode 30. Yeah. And we're at like two, I know it's numbered 250 something, but there were a bunch of unnumbered ones. So, the like 270. <laughs> yeah, there
2: were. <laughs> yeah, was um, not as bad as Cleveland Moto.
0: <laughs> which, yes. you know, I want to give a shout out to because there's a lot yes. of other podcasts out there and through the years we've done shout outs and, and work with and, and meetups. Um, but Cleveland Moto was the first one that we reached out to and did a little thing with them and the booty been, short contest we've been, <laughs> we've been friends I
8: remember ever that. since and, and, and
10: Cleveland oh Moto is, is how I found out about the Recycle Garage actually because, that's
2: how I found out too Yeah, because
10: I, I know Phil from way way back when um, like 1993 and <laughs> and uh, I heard that they had a podcast and I started listening and like a couple weeks into listening to their, their show he mentioned oh in the Recycle Garage in Santa Cruz I'm like what wait <laughs> what's yeah. this
0: Recycle Garage I haven't heard of yet
10: and I came down to check it out and I've been here ever since
0: and I just want to see does anyone have um, any like guests that have stuck out in their mind that that was a really fun or interesting episode
6: Oh on the spot. Um, I'll
10: come back I, I, I'll the obvious first of all, Norman Reedus
0: <laughs> Okay, that yeah, that was pretty cool. Yes. I can tell you some ones that were significant for me. One was uh Craig Vetter. Yeah. Yes. And Cody Webb. Those were when I started oh, I saying, you know, maybe I should start reaching out to like maybe they'll say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like who are we with yeah. our little podcast recording in our little mm-hmm. garage? But got both of them to come in and record in the garage. And it's like, then you start realizing, like, oh, the, like, bikers are cool. Like, it doesn't matter how many trophies they've won or what they're the CEO of. If you ask, hey, would you be on our show? It's amazing how many people say yes.
1: Right, Wayne yeah. Rainey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty cool one. I was one. like, oh, huh? shit, that was crapping myself. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to play a
4: cool man, you know? After all these years My favourite guest I think I know Richard Hatfield Oh really? I You know because Mm. And the reason I like Richard so much I hope he's listening Is I mean He's He comes across As this Straight laced business guy I mean he shows up in a Porsche He's wearing Like casual suit But he's got this Fire inside him With these frigging electric bikes Mm. And he builds the fastest bike In the world I mean, the man's a lunatic in all the right ways. Um, And just a charming, a a very charming and gracious man. Um, One of my favorites.
0: Elspeth Beard stands out. Oh, well, I
4: mean, Elspeth is a legend before before she even set foot in the building.
0: Rick, I'm going to put you on the spot. Have any shows stood out in your mind?
10: There was one that you did that was about kind of dealing with accidents and... (laughs) Overcoming. Overcoming. And that one was amazing to listen to.
0: Thank you. That that was one of my Oprah moment shows. The Lucas
10: jokes...
8: <laughs> <laughs> the butthole road rash? Because, that, because when people ask me what's some of the worst things I've ever seen, that is number one. <laughs> <laughs> Watching that nurse scrape his butthole road rash cool. was the worst thing <laughs> I have ever seen.
0: <laughs> yeah, just put two pairs of jeans on if you're going to yeah. do a, a 13 o'clock yeah. wheelie. Yeah. Yeah.
7: yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Road <laughs> rash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyone else have any things they want to add in Mo- moments or?
2: I miss middle oh, bandito. I-
0: <laughs> Uh, Moto yeah, Bandito.
8: I, I agree.
0: I, I
2: second that. I kind of do
0: too.
8: I've, I've I, literally
2: been on the floor laughing. Listen, listening yeah. to you guys.
8: I go back and I listen to them every now and then, and it is <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and, so <laughs> and I just remember the thought process
0: behind them. I'm like, i like, what? For you uh, doing. Uh, for anyone who isn't aware, Moto Bandito <laughs> is a is our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so I have this concept. I was like, I, I'd like to get to the point where maybe <laughs> where we can do we get, find them at. That maybe we can get sponsors. B A N Um I thought <laughs> the best way to show that we can do sponsors is by making one up. Make one up. <laughs> <laughs> we created a website. <laughs> we created like all this stuff and make make up all these products. <laughs> oh, and, we had, and, had, and, and, and we had the and, and make commercials. Law, we had the fuck the law baby seat. Uh, Yeah, so if you want to take (laughs) infants on your bike, you put them in a baby seat. But
8: dehydrate it like a dog. You know yeah. that
2: insurance asks that <laughs> yes. question. Yes,
0: exactly. When the
8: dehydrated
0: fuel packs. Just oh, yeah. add water. Yeah. Just add water.
7: <laughs>
2: projector.
7: Uh, yeah, the projector. Uh, uh, yeah, the headlight
0: projector with the helmet that serves as a popcorn, popcorn bucket, dispense. and your yeah. exhaust can make the popcorn. <laughs> there was so many, yeah. so many different.
2: Yeah. Uh, Wait, wasn't it the cancer enhancer too? That oh, was uh, yeah. sponsored by Mike? Yes,
5: that, yeah. that yeah. was one of my favorites.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
8: Yeah, uh, uh, so, Rossi Man Juice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there were a bunch.
0: <laughs> wow. so, it's all terrible. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. for <laughs> some of our owner shows, we said, and here's a message from our sponsor, Moto Bandito. <laughs> there was, oh, there was the Harley, um, the overhead lumber rack for yeah. Harley, <laughs> 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 For the working man. <laughs> and... uh nobody responded <laughs> to this.
8: Seriously, we did them for weeks and no one said anything. It was so uncomfortable. We didn't know if people understood. We didn't know if people skipped it. We were like, what, just, what do people
0: think? Just no, they turned it off the, when they heard it. Yeah. They were on
2: the floor laughing.
0: I think my favorite is the Daisy 3000 ah, security yeah. system. Starry knock. And then favorite quote is, there were buttholes and fingers <laughs> everywhere.
7: Yeah, it was like there
1: was blood and assholes
10: everywhere.
7: Blood yeah. Assholes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but what about
10: the, uh, it was a testosterone?
2: Wasn't yes. That? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I testosterone. that
1: was so good. Yes.
2: So that
0: for the women who want to ride fast like the boys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: oh, oh yeah
6: yeah there's so many yeah so, Liza, so do we have yeah.
5: real sponsors now
6: um
4: they come and go they
6: come and go we yeah. there is an actual gas stop called come and go oh yeah in the midwest
4: yes, it's <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> M- which
6: by the way
0: <laughs> so, i checked everywhere but the men's room and i could not find a glory hole anywhere
6: at the come anywhere and go the <laughs> neither did i <laughs> <laughs> i i, I, Wrong I was truck stop, man. successful. I maybe I should have checked the men's room. You I don't know. I'm gone you, to the flying, we're Jade. probably not the only. Over- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but you know, speaking of of new sponsors, we do have a new partnership. It's not a sponsorship, it's a partnership. And I'm proud to announce it. This is something we've been working on putting together for a while. We are now Partnering with the AMA yeah, yeah, and so many of us here are members and I offered to them an opportunity to um, Send us some announcements to share to let people know what they're working on and this last week they Announced the new AMA Hall of Fame inductees One of which uh, is Mary McGee who's really cool. She's an icon in women mm-hmm. women writing yes, she is. Um, and many others and I'm just going to say now, this is something we're going to be pursuing, is getting more of these Hall of Famers on this show, mm. um, because they've got the stories. Think about the ones we've had. I mean, just sitting here with Jim Rice and him, as I described, when he was telling the stories, his arms came up, and he was in the position. He was as if he was riding, and his eyes are closed. Oh, was I was telling on the edge of my seat. was amazing. Wow. wow. They, there's so many stories. So... I now want to announce the AMA Minute.
9: This is Michael Marino with the AMA Minute, the latest from the world of motorcycles. The AMA Motorcycle Hall of Fame has announced the class of 2018. On December 7 in Columbus, Ohio, the Hall will induct four-time Enduro champ Terry Cunningham, stunt rider Gary Davis, race bike tuner Skip Eakin, MotoGP Champion Nikki Hayden, mm. flat track racer Clifford Corky Keener, and pioneering motorcyclist Mary McGee. It's time for Sturgis, an AMA National Gypsy Tour. If you're one of the 400,000 riders making the trip and an AMA member, stop by the rally headquarters at 1019 Main Street to pick up a 2018 National Gypsy Tour pin. America's best amateur hill climbers were at the 2018 AMA Hill Climb Grand Championship in Monson, Massachusetts, July 28th through the 29th. The big winner was Brock Riff, who won the 400cc stock class and the 250cc class, and was named AMA Hill Climb Racer of the Year. On July 25th, AMA Vice President of Government Relations Wayne Allard defended our freedom to race before the Congressional Motorsports Caucus. Allard advocated for passing the Recognizing the Protection of Motorsports Act that keeps it legal to modify race bike exhaust. This has been the AMA Minute. Until next time, stay up to date at www.americanmotorcyclist.com.
0: Awesome. So there it is. The new inductees, how awesome. So um, one more announcement that I want to make that we we couldn't make this announcement announcement last week yeah but um the sobbing scooterus yes. is going international it is we've been accepted into the toronto moto film festival Woo-hoo. and this you're is gonna, gonna
4: be, be a star bagel <laughs> what are you talking about
10: i already am a star <laughs> can i have your autograph please <laughs> anytime darling
0: this is gonna be uh the f- moto film festival in toronto is september 27th to 30th bagel are you gonna go out there
10: i am hoping to yes <gasps>
0: Mike can't go because he's afraid he'll get deported. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He's Buttiggies. And actually, the Handsome Asians, uh, their movie was accepted too. Oh, sweet. Yeah, they don't know if they're going, so maybe you can represent
4: Bay Area. Are you going? No. Oh, you're not going? No. You know, and as a reminder, if you want to see real acting, if you want to see acting to the highest standard, you go to the Handsome Asians on YouTube, and what was the episode that uh, we were featured in, Um uh, Six, maybe. Yeah, it's it's the one it's the one with the Misfits, but the last two minutes, acting to the highest possible <laughs> standard.
0: So, um, I'll just say another one of my favorite guests. Yes. Three time, third time returning now. Yes. We've got Jocelyn Snow and second time oh, returning. please. Sean
1: Thomas. What's <laughs> up, yo?
0: No, really. I know, Jocelyn, you okay. think you don't tell good stories. Or, no, wait a minute. I know you know you can tell good stories, but you pretend that you don't. You're a good storyteller. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I Indeed. And so is Sean. And since you guys have some really good stories to share. So it's been a couple months now. You both went off to go to the GS Trophy. And I know since Jocelyn was in here talking about it, people should know, if you don't, Sean, can you tell everyone about the GS Trophy?
3: Uh, So um, every year BMW has a competition to see who the best rider um, is in each country that sells their bikes, basically. And then the following year they send their best riders off to some corner of exotic backcountry to to ride and show what they can do on a very large motorcycle. Um, and that competition's been held all over the world and um, um, throughout Asia and, and South Africa and, and North America. And, and this last year, for the first time, it was held in Mongolia. That's awesome. Uh, was wow. very, very intense. And it was also yeah. the longest um, GS Trophy they've ever had because of the distances that had to be covered. They just couldn't do it in the amount of time that they normally do it. So it was a hmm. really long, really intense ride.
0: So has it gotten more and more popular every year? Because it seems to me, I, at least in in my sense, it seems it blew up this year. Or has it been as big every year?
3: I, I think in the U.S. It, it's been pretty flat. Yeah. Um, we We just don't have the infrastructure in place yet here to really let people know that it exists and let them know that they're, it's possible for anybody to do it if they own a GS. Right, But worldwide, it's huge. I mean, we saw photos of people that were going back home um, to Europe, uh, you know, in in France and in Italy, and there there was big groups of people waiting to meet them at the airport. You know, this big oh fanfare. Yeah. Awesome. You know, we come home to the U.S. It's like no there one was gives nobody. A shit. There.
11: <laughs> I had to call it. Like, like, Uber. Can I get an Uber? <laughs> you know, but I I think that as social media has become more popular. Uh, people are starting to you know hear about the trophy a bit more so you didn't really when when I googled up trying to find photos from the previous trophy I found a, a few a little bit a couple of videos mm-hmm. from the previous trophy which would have been two years prior um, so I don't know I just think you know Facebook Instagram Twitter all the things that we did there's just a lot more out there and more people are starting to hear about it mm-hmm. So, Sean, you've been involved with it prior years. Jocelyn, this was your first year.
0: Correct. Was it everything or more than what you expected it to be?
11: You know, that's one thing that's interesting about the trophies. You really don't know what to expect. You have no idea. You don't know what the special tests are going to be like. You have an idea what Mongolia is going to be, but you don't really know the route. I, I didn't understand quite what the competition was going to be like. The people, um, yeah. I went there expecting nothing, so it was, it was more <laughs> than what I expected. And so, just to paint a picture, so how many teams
0: were there?
3: So there were uh, eighteen teams from around the world, representing twenty-two countries. I think um, some some countries that sell BMWs are so small they would pick one from Thailand, mm-hmm. for example, you know, and then um, and then others from you know South Asia, that, mm-hmm. and they all grouped together. So. Um, so this is the, the largest representation. It was also the first time we've had two women's teams.
1: Wow.
0: So Very and just cool. to paint a picture. So 18 teams, three members and a media person on each team. Yes. All on bikes. Yes. Were there other people on bikes?
3: Yeah, there's about 114 bikes in total. and Whoa. <laughs> all brand spanking <laughs> yes. new. Yes, wow. This
0: is a picture I yeah. wanted to paint. And They're all identical GS-1200s. The, right? the yeah.
3: only way to tell the difference is the... the
0: Flags. Yeah, Yeah. they
3: had flags and they had our names on them.
0: (laughs) And our names on them. 114 GS trophies moving around. From from like were you set up like bivouacs or something. Yeah,
3: in, in fact, we all had the same suits. And and one day I <laughs> rode.
0: I know. Can you imagine what it must be like to these shepherds out You're there.
6: Like, Why didn't I bring my disco ball? They're, they're being invaded by some weird army.
3: <laughs> I rode like like 40 miles one day, and I sweat. Man, the suit feels weird. And I looked down, I was wearing somebody else's jacket. <laughs>
11: <Oops>. <laughs> we used to joke around and put like my gloves on one of the guys' bikes, and I would take their gloves, <laughs> and then be trying to get going. They couldn't get their fingers in it.
6: <laughs> Wait, for, for new listeners, Jocelyn is um five, uh, maybe <laughs> one and a half. Uh, yeah, yeah. that half <laughs> is very important. She is. <laughs> <laughs> <Not in
7: there.
0: laughs> Except Jocelyn, your jacket wasn't exactly like everyone else's, was it?
11: You know, you know, I, I like to set a fad and stick out from the rest. Uh, it's kind of a fun story, actually.
1: Did, were um, you wearing the bitch fell off t-shirt <laughs> on top of it?
11: So, uh, the, the previous trophy was the first year they had women participate. So, this was the second year that they had, the second trophy that they had women participate. Um, but everybody needed to wear the BMW GS... Um, what's it called? The GS
3: gear. Uh, the rally suit. That's it. The yeah. rally
11: suit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm also, brain cramp. Um, which is men's 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 gear. Mm. So. Yeah, it was um kind of funny. I tried it on. I got I just said just send me the smallest thing you got and it was uh <laughs> the side.
7: It was I, I it called was
11: him so up. So I'm like, ridiculous. "Dude, you got to come over here and see this." Yeah. And he's like, "What? Come on. I can't be. I go, "No, dude." He goes, "Just send me a selfie." I, go, I can't even get get to my I can't even get to my phone. <laughs> you got to see this." And he just came over like fell over on the front step like we got to do something. <laughs> so, I took this jacket. I mean, you know, and these are these are adventure riding jackets. with zippers and waterproof and mesh and layers. I took it to several different tailors and they would just n- no. And I said, Well, <laughs> you know, it doesn't even matter how much because these are cool jackets. They had American flag, they had my blood type on it it had my name it had a GS Trophy logo on it it was just like and it had our sponsors and shell and I mean it was pretty pretty neat and uh, so finally ended up (laughs) true story flying the jacket down to Las Vegas to a costume designer wow and uh, walked in with it after we had a few conversations on the phone Um, a friend of mine I thought you were going to say you went to Cycle Gear and bought a built jacket (laughs) 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 a friend of mine hooked me up, and we went and met this guy, and when he looked at the jacket, he was started shaking his head no, and we were like, you don't understand. This has to happen. So he did a fantastic job with it um, and made it as small as he could possibly make it without it looking ridiculous, Um, and it was still extremely oversized. yeah, Extremely. Yeah. So um, at the very last minute, I don't know, we had maybe a week before we were ready to board the plane, um, BMW was super kind and they said you know what we're just gonna send you uh, the women's dry suit so my jacket was gray Mm -hmm. (laughs) and my pants were different and i stuck out with everybody spotter in the phone (laughs) 119 114 18 motorcycles everybody's dressed exactly the same (laughs) riding exactly the same bike going exactly the same direction except me (laughs) (laughs) oh well nice
0: so um and the other thing that's amazing sean is so everyone arrives and bmw's shipped all the bikes there yep ah, that's amazing they brought them in by camel how'd they get it? <laughs> <laughs> it was, they
3: had these huge shipping containers just cram packed full of bikes and they assembled them all And of course they had them all really prettied up you know and, and what was even more impressive is they had this giant um support uh, convoy that mm-hmm. would follow us yeah and in fact at one time i um i crashed i i didn't fall but I, I hit my rim so hard that I, I dented both of them wow. and I lost all my air at 70 miles an hour and oh, really fast and I barely got the bike stopped safely and, and and I'm sitting there staring at my rims going I don't know how to get out of this <laughs> and, and this pickup truck comes bouncing down, you know, and, there's, and there's, the German, is that something wrong with your bike? Yeah, I really need, I need wheels, like something fierce. So he like points to the back and there's like 20 spare rims with tires on them ready to go. Yeah. Yeah,
11: wow. It's like a NASCAR Sweet. pit stop. They just like surround him and poof, there's a big dust yeah. cloud and it's done and he's on his way. It was awesome. Sweet. I was like, I need one of you when we get home. and need <laughs> like It was great. We would just fillet these bikes and some of the special tests. I mean, this, the whole bike, the bodywork hanging off, and just handlebars hanging off and
0: can we actually get to that can you describe to us i want to know what all of the different days events were cuz you had when you were here previously you described what you had to do to go through like the test like Was the whole paper plate Thing blindfolded, the blindfolded. Yeah. building uh, your tent and all this uh. stuff.
1: Was day one waterboarding endurance <laughs> testing? <laughs> that's what it
0: sounded like. <laughs> so you don't have to announce like who won or anything, but just can you go down the days and what the events were for that day, and maybe how many miles you had to travel?
3: I I would. I'll talk about I, the non-competition if part. Because if you don't remember, uh,
0: just make it up. Let, yeah, make the, it up. The, the non-competition
3: part was to me was extremely hard because uh, every day we had to do. You know, anywhere from two to three hundred and fifty miles of off road riding. And wow. and so so you'd ride from A to B and then as you're riding you stop and there are these competition elements where mm-hmm. this is where for for me as a journalist, you know, I get off the bike and watch while the teams would go through. But just going from A to B was extremely hard. I mean, we were up at five on the bikes by 6 we we end the day at between 5 and 7 in the evening and then we still had to set up tents and eat a big giant plates full of horse meat you know or whatever they were serving Or <laughs> french night. fries yeah, or something
11: <laughs>
3: yeah. but the competition elements were i mean i didn't have to do them thank god
11: yeah. Well, it was, it was, okay, I had to get up at four oh. in the morning and pack my tent, but I didn't um, sleep. To do your hair? It, yeah.
7: <laughs> do, my hat, do my hair. To do my
11: hair. You know, and by the time you pack your tent and get in a little bag and put the little bag over there and get your stuff together and try to eat and you're on the bike at seven and boy, sometimes we didn't finish by the time scoring was done. We weren't back mm-hmm. in the tent till 11 um, and then, you know. I don't know, sleeping just really wasn't a thing. So it, it, Sean was right. I mean, just riding from. Point A to Point B in a day. Just the riding, uh, we had some bottomless sand. You know that would funnel. You, you had everybody would try to pick their own line. It'd be like you know f- five, six football fields wide. Everybody's doing their own line, but then it funnels into a two track. And so all of a sudden you're on top of you know twenty bikes, and and mm-hmm. you're trying to keep your speed and keep your balance, and you're in this bottomless sand, and there's bikes all in front of you, and and, and it was just kind of crazy. You're exhausted. It's it's dry. It's warm. It's sandy, it's it's technical and you're, you're enjoying the ride, I mean, but there's a lot going on. And then you come up over this, this sand crest and, 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 and you see in the horizon this glistening. And I'm like, oh, a Mirage. But no, it's motorcycles like lots, like hundreds, <laughs> because it's a special test. And I, like, I'm like, i competitive. I mean, I road race, I race, I raced every type of motorcycle there is. So you'd think I'd be like, yes. We're gonna go and we're gonna nail this, and but it wasn't that way to tell you the truth. It was, you know, oh shoot, special test. (laughs) Oh man, you know, because you're tired. Oof, and so you know, and what is it gonna be? You have no idea and you roll up and they won't let you look or walk over or check it out. You can't really talk to the other teams. And so you're just saying like, well, something going on up there. I, I see tires up in the air, I hear <laughs> horns beeping. I, there's a body rolling down the hill. So it looks like it's gonna be fun. And so then you would have to switch from, hey, we had a really good time you know, riding from this point to this point to competition mode and you'd get nervous and a little anxiety and then we'd have to try to talk with you know our teammates about you know what's our plan and how are we going to tackle this and um, and make it through the 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 Mm. special test so the the ride to each
0: event that wasn't a race or anything there was no points won or lost if anything
3: you'd lose points for trying to speed like, oh, they really, really didn't. They, mm. they told us time and time again, this is this mm. is not a race. This is not a race. Not a race. divide not safely. Not correct.
11: We would all follow a marshal. So two teams would ride together each day. A different. You'd ride with a different team each morning, and there would be a marshal that would lead you. And so that's some of the other people that were on the bikes, and sometimes a marshal in front, a marshal in back. So you didn't pass your marshal. You just kind of rode from point A to point B. So, but it still wasn't that easy.
0: I heard that there were injuries just uh, traveling, too, right? Yeah, big time. Big time. time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's it's really easy to get lulled into this sense of um, complacency because it's so big and it's so flat and you can ride with your eyes closed for an hour and and Mm. not hit anything and you just like I'm and suddenly I'm looking at a camel. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. Like, wow, well, yeah. so beautiful. And then I look ahead and there's like a big wall of talcum where somebody's oh, ridden into a riverbed yeah. and I see headlight, tail light, headlight, tail light. Yes. You know, people are crashing. Or I'm a like, hole. Oh my there God, I'm going 70 miles an hour. I got to stop right now. Yeah. And people, we have four major injuries in a single day where they had to helicopter yes. them to Beijing. Wow. Damn.
11: We lost our uh, media girl, um, Jamie, on day two. Day two. Day yeah. two, she broke uh, broke her ankle, which was super unfortunate. Um, and was, you know, it's a lot of times it was a high speed sand. Um, and it wasn't, you, and nothing was really in the special test. It was just transferring. I almost, I almost uh, thought I died, really. I, almost, I, was, oh I, was, I was going along pretty good, and then uh, I saw the desert moving, We're in the Gobi Desert, and it was moving, and I'm like, wow. My teammate was in front of me. We were going sixth gear. You know, this is not a race, but it felt like it, because we were pinned. <laughs> yeah, you were desert <laughs> racing. We though. were getting busy. Yeah, we exactly. were getting busy. And I'm like, oh, this desert's moving. No, those are... Oh, gazelles and they what? are flying. They were so fast and they're going right for her and I'm Whoa, staring no. and I'm like and she's just looking straight ahead and I'm like oh my gosh oh this is going to be so bad and and I'm watching and I'm watching as I just just near miss I mean these things are like so fast and what I didn't notice is the one guy who decided not to run with a pack oh. and he comes through my front wheel and I just oh, oh no. it was like front brakes watch out oh my gosh where'd this guy come from and uh, wow. you know it was just, it was, it, there, was a, there was definitely a lot of risk and because uh, we covered a lot of miles wow can
6: it, it's amazing and i'm so happy you're back and alive and walking and riding up to the garage here yeah, um <laughs> it, it's wonderful i am curious the bikes that you guys were
11: given they were all identical yeah so uh these were the bmw 1200 rally bikes, all identical with the exception of the graphics kits, which had our name and our country's flags. Um, and then the shrouds, the aluminum shrouds on the front were 3D printed. Yeah, uh, with a, cool. Yeah, with our Super number cool. and our last cool. name on them. And they gave those to us. So I have them on my cool. new rally oh, now. Nice. That yeah, was that's pretty sick. cool. But yes, they were all identical. Correct. All right. So. You didn't,
1: you didn't get the gazelle that uh, didn't make it
11: <laughs> We <did laughs> We ate
1: them.
3: We, him. we yeah. ate <laughs> them. Actually,
11: we did eat them on the final day. That's yeah, that's right. yeah, there's. Yeah, oh, wow. I got pictures
0: of it.
3: Wow. <laughs> it was awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I want to hear about the events so day one day two how how did they go um and and so and sean as a media person you were not participating in any of the events or were you kinda
3: anytime the uh they were doing something that wasn't on a bike the media person could um participate and the main reason for that is that You know, in order to go to Mongolia, all the competitors had to demonstrate their skill on the bike that they'd be riding. Mm -hmm. So here in the U.S., when we did our competition, we put people on the 1200 rally that they'd be riding and had them compete so that we would know that they could handle it. Mm. Well, journalists did not have to do that. Uh, Um, So we were picked because whatever, you know. (laughs) Somebody owed us a favor. (laughs) So, so So we showed up and they had no idea if we could even really ride. I mean, other than we, you know, if you met a journalist that doesn't have a big enough ego to say, oh, yeah, I, totally. I got <laughs> this. <laughs> so they didn't have us compete because they were afraid that we'd push ourselves too hard. And they were right because most of the people that got injured were journalists.
0: You're saying we, but you totally would have won against
7: all <laughs> Not
6: <laughs>
0: a
3: chance. Yeah.
6: That's actually what I'm curious about. Were the journalists on GS 1200s as, well? as well? Yes. Yeah, we were on exactly everybody. the same wow. bike. Okay. Including the marshals. You yep. have trained and they didn't.
3: So the journalists got to go in two days early and train oh, with BMW mm-hmm. reps to make sure they were ready.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on this. Okay, track. the competition. Yes, day uh, one. What was the
11: competition? I want to get an idea of what it was like. Um, so all of the special tests. Um, you know, I tried to block them out. Uh, <laughs> I've been seeing my therapist. I have photos. Oh, I'll show you um, So, uh, to be honest with you, they're, they're a bit of a blur, and I may get these days wrong, but from what I recall, one of the first special tests was a somewhat of an, an obstacle course that went through, uh, like, let explain it, boulder, rocks, it trials um, riding. like a trials yeah. riding, loose, uh, deep, bottomless sand, um, tight tight negotiating the motorcycle through uh, some rocks and and some uneven terrain, uh, with uh, lock to lock uh, turns, um, a descent and and an uphill, and some counterbalancing techniques. There was like you had to go like between boulders. It was really yeah over the top of them. Uh, Because I was
0: watching all the videos, so and I know I think they were coming through you, Sean, a lot of (laughs) (laughs) probably. (laughs) It was just like oh my gosh.
3: So what they would do is, of course, motorcycle riding prowess was really important, so they would put together skills that tested your ability to ride a bike. But they would also throw in these really weird, off-the-wall things that weren't about motorcycle riding. Like, for example, um, one of the elements was, okay, you got to ride this crazy, wacky trials course that defies gravity. And and it's like our team, Team USA, oh yeah, no problem. But halfway through the course, you got to stop the bike. Lay it on the side, <laughs> yeah. run around a clockwise twice, pick it up, <laughs> take up sides, and walk around to the right hand side, and then walk the bike for a hundred feet. And
11: right like, hand side, keywords, so yeah. the yeah, opposite side of the kickstand.
3: And if you didn't do everything they asked exactly the way they asked it, then you lost a pile of points. Wow.
11: Oh yeah, and that's a good point. So what they would do is they would read in monotone, almost the same guy would always read the rules for each special test, hmm. and he would read it through once. And that was it and it would involved a lot like okay you have to go here but all three ne- t- t- three team members have to go but you know the last it, the time starts when the first team member go there's all these details mm. you know it's actually drop the bike and walk around a couple times pick it up on this right side then motor it while walking it on the right side down into a canyon through the sand back up and out and there's all these little things like there would be uh, markers and you have to go between the markers so you're listening as closely as possible to make sure you did not forget something. Because like, oh, but miss this mark and get around this or whatever it would be. It could listen as carefully as the best I've ever listened in my life. Oh. And then uh, you have about <laughs> 60 seconds. I mean, maybe a minute to talk to your teammates how are we going to do this? Who's going first? Who's going last? Maybe one of us wasn't wow. feeling well if someone was injured, so we Jeez. might put them first in case they needed help picking the bike up or the vice versa, wow. what would happen. Was there so. a designated
1: team captain with, with your crew, or is it one of those things that's just going to happen democratically? Who did what, and everything just kind of fell into place? Or...
11: That's a great question. Yeah, um, I, I did see some teams had uh, more like captains. It was a leader of a lot of different teams. We we didn't have that. We mm. were um, all three equally. There was some special tests that some of us were uh, more skilled in than others, and we kind of would take mm. over. What about you, Sean? What about your team? USA? Yeah, I mean,
3: we had a natural leader that came out on our team as sort of the front man, and 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 he was. You know, and in that his man eyes, was
4: you, Sean. No, it was not.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, and I want to say, can you name your teammates?
3: Sure. So on the Team USA, it was uh, Tom Thompson, who I would call the team leader, and then Matt Kelly and David Vaughn, and they, they were from all over the US and a massive range of age, between from 30 years old to about 55. Wow,
11: and your teammates? Sure, um, so we were the women's international team. So we had Julia McGuire from Australia, and Bettina Nettle from Colorado, and then our media girl was Jamie Elvidge. So, I, and I think if um, this is the same event going through the boulder fields, something I thought was really cool I think, Jocelyn, didn't you go first in that? So there were... I, I think you're thinking of uh, a few days into it. Okay. There was another trials one. I was the yes. one went between so cool. the two rocks. Yes, um, yes, that's right. I went... L- uh, second she in hit the her middle. head pretty hard so. right. I, I went in the mirror. I went in the middle um, and then when I finished I went back to help uh, the final teammate get through is that the one you saw me yeah, running and, and they're, like, oh, Jocelyn running they're like oh yeah, like, look at her little <laughs> legs go because <laughs> like, once you, your bike makes it to the finish line and, and then you kind of like run back to get it all but that um, showed
0: the perfect example that there was teamwork in it it wasn't yeah. Yeah. three individual people competing
11: it was teamwork, and that you could go back and help. Yeah, sure. yeah. It, it was all about uh, team, team spirit, teamwork, you were only really as good as your team. Um, but some of the other uh, special tests they had, we had a, a towing exercise, that we had to use a brutal. toe strap, Yeah, yeah and it, it, was was <laughs> it wasn't like what we practiced, which is, you know, tow the bike on the nice grassy field and around the cones, and <laughs> it was good, and this was like, tow the bike into hell <laughs> 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 with their rider on the back. And, you know. So, and describe how the bike is being towed. Um, sure. It's a, so you have a, a typical tow strap, which has a loop through uh, the leader's um, foot peg, and then the person you're towing um their foot pegs. So it's foot peg And this foot is the GS 1200, which ha- weighs how much? Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, 525 500 wet. Five, yeah. <laughs> exactly. 525, five 550, so. Yeah, 525. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the towing exercise was it was a good one. And they, there were also some not necessarily motorcycle-related. We had an archery um, an archery. Let's uh, talk Mongolian. about that day, but I'm not going to ask you,
0: Jocelyn. I want to ask Sean to describe how that day went for everyone.
11: It was a really a great day, Sean. Tell them how awesome it was. So, <laughs> a special day. Tell us about yeah. the events of Tell that us, day. Sure. Tell us all about the and, special day. And things. how the teams did. Yeah, yeah so. the teams. Tell us,
3: Sean. So, uh, it, it, so first of all, you got to know a little bit about the internal issues in Mongolia. One of which is that they've got a major ap- epidemic there of foot and mouth disease Ooh. in Ooh. animals. And so, we saw... Hundreds of animals dead yeah. as we we're riding, and there's not a lot of like um, uh, scavenger animals. So, like I, I saw maybe a couple um, vultures, but but there's like no bugs. You no. know, so these animals are just out mummifying in the heat in the wow. desert. Yeah, and um, Mongolia rightly is really worried about this issue. So, what they've done is they're they're started to quarantine off areas that um, have got. Have signs of foot and mouth disease, and we're riding through these quarantine areas, so they're really worried about that's us. Because yeah. you can, we can, humans can transmit it. Yeah. We can catch it too. It's really rare. Can but the gs we can
0: 1200
3: transmit. get foot. And- <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, got a, I got a story Sorry, for you on am So, <laughs> so what they do is they have this like um, they they sort of cordoned off this area and said, okay, we're not letting anybody through that's been in any area that is. Contaminated, so we were supposed to ride that area this one particular day, and and they, mm. we couldn't. They said there's just no way because you guys are going to spread death or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. so we ended up or sitting whatever. around like waiting for hours oh, for them to nice. deal with. um Yeah, it the was sitting
11: the, around was nice. The sort oh, of uh, so well, the great. diplomacy
3: of it all, and finally the race coordinators just said, "Screw it, we're just going to make." A challenge for you right here. So in the trees course, they set up uh, sort of a ribbon style trials course where the riders had to ride. There was just right there in front of us while we sat and waited.
11: Yeah, like uh, a forest with a bunch of tall, skinny and trees. It was
3: really interesting strategy because normally you'd think, okay, I have to get from A to B without falling or putting a foot down or stalling or whatever, and that's how they're going to score me. That's not how they scored it. They're like, we don't care if you put a foot down. We don't care if you fall. We only care if we're going to set the time that you go through. So when the first rider goes through if they get it through through in a minute and 30 seconds then the other two members of your team have to get through the same course in as close to a minute and thirty seconds as possible. Mm. That's how we're going to score. you. Yeah. Wow, oh, It's really evil. interesting.
11: Yeah, yeah. so, yeah.
1: so and, like and you're just making it up on the spot. There. Yeah, yeah, they were.
11: They yeah. are. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, but they did print out the card. They were able to print it out on the card. They, they, so they like could had a, read a portable s- such monotone. a German thing to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they
3: had a portable <laughs>
10: printer in Mongolia. So Everything so. was thought about in advance.
11: Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh my gosh, flashbacks. I know. Give yeah. me some water.
3: <laughs> come flip that. Oh, that was just how he sounded. So before, I, I want Jocelyn to tell you what they did to win. But before we do that, I want to tell you that we, we had to go into the sort of out of the quarantine zone. Mm. And we're on this highway, which is just this tiny little asphalt road. And they've got this tent set up, a yurt. And there's a local woman there. And her job is when a car goes by, which happens every four hours on um, the middle of nowhere <laughs> she has to stop the car so and she has to get out with this like hand sprayer that's spraying this wacky smelly chemical and spray down the car so that the car is not oh, carrying no. any oh, wow. it, it wow. looks
11: so, like she's got that uh, weed like, yeah like weed a weed killer girl. like uh, she's a, a pest control guy but she's like, in a full white like,
3: suit and it smells like chemical death yeah, so, uh, something uh,
11: out of a movie like a sci-fi she's so, in a full so,
3: white suit lo and behold 115 bikes roll out <laughs> yeah. so was, and this lady's like what the hell I can't spray all I have to but I can't spray all these bikes she has like wow. a gallon so it took like thing. half an hour for her to figure out what to do and then another half an hour for her to spray like a foot wide strip perpendicular across the road that was really glistening, <laughs> and and then she had us all ride over it
7: yeah no. which was, oh we've like, been quelled
3: okay, every motorcycle has been touched by my spray now yeah. so <laughs> you can go
11: that wow. <laughs> <It> was great <laughs> you've been,
3: been touching wildly. <laughs> yeah technically we got kind of go. sort of spread. yeah, yeah.
11: Yeah, it was pretty cool.
3: So, anyway, but the the Trees course, um, I happen to know um, who the top players were in the Trees course that we did, where they had to get through it as close to the same time as possible, and that really spectacular strategy was at play. Jocelyn, (laughs) tell us about it.
11: Well, first of all, I was pretty excited that it didn't matter if we tipped over or (laughs) put foot down, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be my game. Um, So, we had a team meeting, and what I decided to do was carry our phones, our timers. Mm-hmm. They didn't say we couldn't. Yeah. So I went through first, and right before the end, I stopped for 30 seconds. And the guy was like, uh, you, "You go? Are you going?" And I just <laughs> waited for 30 seconds because that was going to allow my, my teammate, or she tipped oh, over, yes. right? Mm. Dastardly. And uh, so then I finished. Boom. Then uh, they had my time. So, as and when I finished, I hit my horn beep, beep. And then they went and they timed themselves, and we made it like to the second
10: wow!
11: uh, three of us which put us in first place for the day for that particular special stage nice sean did anyone did any other teams figure out what they were doing and
3: try it (laughs) there was another team that figured that out and we were the team usa was really lucky that we didn't go first (laughs) (laughs) we got plenty of time to watch other members including jocelyn well yeah and i
11: talked to i talked well you know we talked to team usa too really they did
3: like like their camaraderie was great especially between jocelyn's team and team usa like they, she was they helped us all the time
11: right yeah, and cool. vice versa so you guys
3: just
1: lawyered them basically huh yeah
11: and, <laughs> and we we
3: tied for first place on that nice that
0: but yeah that wasn't the only event that day
3: that's true there was also was it archery mongolian archery you
11: guys oh. how cool is that <laughs> it's pretty cool they had like Uh-oh. a rock on the end of these arrows they really? were so weird Blimey. yeah it was, wow. yeah, it was brutal it was pretty funny <laughs> and, and how did you fare on that jocelyn um well what we did is uh we were getting ready to eat i think it was and i looked over and saw the targets and all the bows and arrows and i thought oh gosh this is going to be a special test because we only had one today so i started asking in the food line like hey has anyone had bow and arrow practice does anyone know like how the heck to you do a bow and arrow and team canada was with us in line and He gave me a tutorial in line in the food line on how to do it, which then I passed on to Bettina, my teammate, and Julia. Um, So all we were told is how, you know, all the little tips, make sure you pull it back to your, you know, by your ear and, and don't straighten out your arm and all the little tricks. So uh, we went up there and just went for it. Um, but Tina got a bullseye. Wow! Um, yeah. And both uh, Julia and I hit it in the colors. So um, yeah, that put so us through really for the well. top of yeah. the day. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you were the stage winner that that day. Yeah.
11: Which felt really good because we've been bouncing yeah. around the bottom, you know, for the whole first few days, and it was frustrating because I, I just. And Sean knows because we had like a little emotional moment where, uh, you know, of course, you know, lack of food and a little tired and lack of sleep and um, muscles aching. I just kind of got I had a little breakdown. And uh, this is something that not a lot of people know. And I'm like, Sean, this isn't right. I just don't want the women's teams last. And uh, so we were above the other women's team, but we were both last by day three or so, two or three. And. I was having a very difficult time with that. I'm like, you know, it's not even about that. I don't care if we finish last, but the other women's team needs to not finish last. I don't want to be like, oh, and then the girls came in in the back. Mm. Uh, To me, it it, it was a big deal. It turned into girls versus boys, didn't it? No, it wasn't. It just, it really wasn't that. And it wasn't even, honestly, the competition was somewhat masked there um the camaraderie was huge uh and the friendship among the, among the teams was in, insane um you know and i have friends for life in every country there is it, it didn't feel like we were out in a big competition it, it wasn't fierce at all. And it definitely, I don't think it was men against women at all. Uh, sometimes there were some teams, the guy teams that were kind of looking out for us. They would want us to, on the transfer ride, they would want to ride behind us if there was deep dirt, which was mm-hmm. great, and, you know? Um, and we would get off our bikes and go back and help them through the sand, you know? So, <laughs> 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 you caught that? Well, so but that's uh, like a really, really done. amazing <laughs> adventure. It's adventure of a lifetime. I would highly recommend it for anybody that uh, is interested in adventure riding to just go ahead and try out for the GS Trophy (laughs) qualifier in their country. And ours will be coming up um, next year. Next year. Another one coming. 2019, the qualifier we will have here in California. You're going to do it, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you gonna yeah. do it. Oh, do you, you only get to do it once. Oh. You never oh, really? get to do it again. It's a once in a lifetime Damn. opportunity. Right. So, um,
0: you, you you would not think that a GS uh, a G- 1200 would make a good bed. But from watching the videos you guys were posting, <laughs> I now know it is quite possible to just fall asleep on top of the motorcycle, <laughs> yeah. which tells me you guys must have been exhausted.
3: That was brutal. That was the hardest thing I've ever done.
11: I mean, how many yeah. days was this? It was eight days of competition. Um, and of course, it's you know the couple days before and the day, yeah. the day after. Um, it was... And, you know, from a, com- Sean will probably, ha- I'm sure they had, uh, the media people had their own, um, g- hurdles for sure and things they had to overcome, but as a competitor, uh, yeah, it was, it was physically challenging, physically demanding, um, but more mentally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to sit in my tent and have a out loud conversation with myself mm. to pull my shit together and Get my gear on and get out of this tent and get on that bike and go. You had to, you had to pull it together. You had to work through, um, you know, when we made a mistake in a special test, and or when we crashed, or when mm-hmm. someone that we knew got hurt, or there was just there was it was a lot. There was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um,
3: it was the least competitive competition I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like everybody was nervous. We all knew it getting there. We all knew that we had already won by being there. So right. mm-hmm. the minute we met the rest of the teams, they were just awesome. Yeah. Like okay. no attitudes, no, cool. I'm here to win. It was just, let's celebrate the day.
6: Doesn't it go back to the fact that all of you have come from around the world being the top performers? In adventure, riding, trials, riding. And, and
11: and to have that camaraderie is... It's kind of like, hey, how about you guys go and you're going to go for a, a motorcycle ride this weekend. You're going to set it up. But one person, one group of people from all over the world, all different countries are going to come and, and enjoy that ride with you. Mm. Their passion for motorcycles mm. and mm. motorcycling is equal to yours. And so you get to see all these different, you know, people and the different perspectives and mm. um, enjoy the same thing. It's, it's I can't even explain but, it. But
4: you know, in truth, Jocelyn, on a, on a much smaller scale, we as the misfits, when we go out on a ride as a group, you know, the camaraderie between us is very, very strong. We don't mm. race each other when we're riding as a group. I mean, we just enjoy each other's company in the day. Mm. Except for Liza. I mean, Liza <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, I I wanted to talk a little bit about the GS itself and how... and It's really directed at you, Sean, is how important mm. this bike is. Not actually to BMW. I mean, it's it's an important bike to a lot of other manufacturers because they've got their eye on it. This is a segment... BMW really invented this thing, didn't they? they?
0: And we're talking about the rally?
4: Yes, well, the, just the GS no, no, in general. No,
0: I know which model.
4: Yeah, the, the one that we rode there was the rally. It was right. the rally? Okay, yeah. which is the tricked out one? Yeah, but it's a GS. That's it, got it, a few extra goodies. It, it's the goodies, but BMW really invented this thing, this whole segment. Mm-hmm. I mean, its okay. closest competitor, in my opinion, is the Super Tenere, just because it's got the chops going back to the old Paris mm-hmm. Dakar, because mm-hmm. everything started with the Paris Dakar rallies. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
0: So, and this brings up a good point, since this is a The GS trophy as you're going to each place, did they have a Starbucks there for you?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I brought those little Uh, (laughs) VI (laughs) packets.
0: No, so yeah, no, she's got a good point. Um, because a lot of people, I don't think everyone is aware that there is the rally model, Hmm. so there's what three different versions of the GS, right. The yeah. GS, the GSA, and the rally.
3: Yeah, so the the rally is uh, a G, a standard GS. It's but a standard GS with a few factory upgrades.
0: What are those upgrades?
3: Um, the most significant is the suspension system, which mm. we're now seeing on other right. other bikes in their lineup too.
0: Right. I sat on Jocelyn's and I yeah. sat on it, and it it acted. I used to drive a Citroen.
4: Right, same. A long Active time ago, suspension. but it's the same
0: thing. suddenly the bike just starts going. Yeah. I and I think it weighed me and told me to go on a diet. So, <laughs> it's, uh,
4: it
3: does. The new suspension is what they call auto leveling, so it weighs you. And, yeah. and is Did impressive. Uh, yes. Yeah, would you like
4: to know another bike that has that? Yeah. Ducati Multistrada huh? Rally. Oh,
3: ah. so what Oh, al- they got that. Skyhook.
0: What else yeah. does the uh, Rally have that's different?
3: So the. the also in suspension there's something that it does that I think is far more impressive and that's oh. dynamic damping. So yeah. so basically, you know, no matter what suspension you have on bikes traditionally, they're a slave to whatever you've set them up for. So, you know, if you're on a long straight bumpy road, then normally you would right. get off your bike, pull out tools, get on your hands and knees and adjust the damping and you know, damping rebound for that situation. And then you get on your bike and then once you see the twisties and you stop and get off your bike again and adjust it for those for that type of riding and you don't do it wrong because the bike will explode right so you know (laughs) suspension is this big dark art, and we're all kind of afraid of it and what the new rally does is it has settings so you can say i want a stiff ride for performance or i want a soft ride for comfort but it's adjusting itself as you go so if you hit a speed bump with the front Wheel, by the time your real wheel hits the same bump, the suspension's already adjusted for it. It can adjust a times a second. That is an
6: amazing program. Are you super cool. me? Uh, yeah.
3: So, like when you roll on the throttle, While like a you're lot of riding, your. Yeah. So. You know, normally when you roll on the throttle to accelerate, you, your rear suspension responds by sat, you know, squishing yeah. in, right? So a- you, and there are sensors the that drop. are picking
6: this up, and, and, they, and then so it's so it feeding back up, to a yeah. computer, and, and it's it knows, reprogramming. Exactly, and it
3: knows <laughs> how much throttle you're
4: putting on, it knows what your lean angle it is, it knows your speed is, and all of that is happening super, super so fast. So but right. the, it gets even more clever because there's a parameter on the dashboard, so you've got choices. Yes. and you set it up and it's how many on the BMW 4 isn't it, it you, you and it covers a broad spectrum but you set you set up the base level like firm or yeah. sport or whatever all of the above, of the above and yeah. it does it all for you it's an amazingly clever system well,
5: can you turn this all off if you need to
3: well, the suspension, electronic suspension, is electronic, so it's it's right. going to do its thing for you no matter what you do. Um, so turning it off, no, not so much. Um, but uh, the but, bike
4: would implode <laughs> on itself and no, take,
3: take an most of the neighborhood question. with yeah. it.
6: I imagine that programmers or are, or are, are designers. Okay. Are I can cool. tell
3: yeah. you that I had like a, a a pretty pretty disastrous accident on a on a GS in Colombia, and and I lost most of the electronics as a result, Ooh. and the bike sort of defaulted to. Standard, you, right. you gotta know how to ride okay. mm. now. So, like, yeah. Defaulted
0: to KLR, <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> it didn't go that
4: far, <laughs> whoa, whoa, that, that whoa. low, as it were. But you know, um, James brings up an interesting point that how bikes have developed. You know, in the 1970s, all Japanese bikes by now had electric starts, but they all still mm. carried Kickstarters because there was that element of doubt well you know we're going to give you a kickstarter just in case and of course it was proven that nobody needed these things so now yeah. kickstarters became deleted mm. here we are in 2018 and virtually every bike you can buy even down to a humble ninja 400 the electronics and the electronic controls on it the traction control the abs are so integrated with the bike mm. You can't turn them off anymore, but they've become so reliable. You wouldn't want to turn them off, <laughs> and this and they're not intrusive. It's not an intrusive thing that it actually affects how you ride. You know, I'm I'm old school. Mm. The lesser bikes got on it, the better. But these things actually really do enhance the experience, much as I hate to admit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a Progress. lot of safety
6: that I can go into that if it works. Yeah, but it sounds like. Um, you can do it by itself, like yeah, it, what was talking about. Yeah, it I does mean, it for you. I, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. So
0: uh, I got a question for you, Justin, because I know there's a lot of other events. Um, you're somebody who's, as you said, ridden many different styles, races. You're not afraid of throwing a leg over or anything. But was what was the hardest competition for you? What, was there anything that you struggled with?
11: Well... Um... No, I, I wouldn't say there was anything that any particular special test that stands out in my mind. Um, it, it, nor really, there was was there any particular section during the transfer. But I would say when I first got there, I, I was not a very skilled sand rider on the GS. I uh, had only done a little bit of practice and not really anything close to the sand they have over there. Does anybody like riding in sand? Sean, do you like sand? (laughs) I
3: didn't have a choice but to like it there. (laughs) (laughs) What
11: what happened was uh, it was like a crash course, literally. (laughs) And uh, after about a day in the deep sand, I nailed it. Yeah. I figured right. it out cool. and it felt so good and I actually was smiling and singing and having fun with it. <laughs> so but I would say at first that was where I was the most scared when I saw yeah. uh, endless mm-hmm. as far in the, as I could see bottomless just gnarly sand. Mm-hmm.
3: There's there's something I think when when you ask what the hardest element was it's really easy to go straight to what it was on a motorcycle but but I saw something happen in Mongolia that I thought was far more difficult, and Jocelyn deserves a lot of credit for it. Um, you know, the women on motorcycles is really important to the industry, especially now. Sure. And um, they're doing uh, industry wide, in the case of BMW, really wanted as many women as they could have on bikes. Now, all of the teams that went to uh, Mongolia, they're not gender specific. Like anybody could, if you win, if you're the best rider, then you can go and be on Team USA, for example. Yeah, be co-ed. Yeah, exactly, and Jocelyn was really, really close to being a member of Team USA. Um, That being said, the women that were chosen, Jocelyn's team and the other team, there was Ten times the media surrounding them, because Mm, they really wanted to sort of pump up. Like, look, we've got women going, and look at Jocelyn. She's tiny, and she's riding the biggest bike they make, and she's so. So there was all of this media surrounding all the time. This big swirl of it, and then day one comes. Jocelyn seemed had a rough day, and you can imagine the amount of pressure that you're feeling as a result of having hundreds of thousands of people that are, they're not saying they want you to win, they don't care, they're all glad that Jocelyn and her team were there, but there's still pressure, the team pressure. I'm trying to perform, I'm trying to do well on behalf of all these people that believe in us, and I could see that, Mm. and and it made me lose sleep on behalf of women's teams, and Jocelyn was at the forefront of that, and she had to contend with that and find within herself the strength to I'm gonna get past this, I'm gonna keep pushing and I'm gonna try to get our team out of this funk and get us up, and, and watching that was, that was the coolest competition that I saw. I mean, it was to see her go past it, was so cool.
11: I'm glad you mentioned that, because I, I did, I uh, I mean, those that really know me, if they saw me, it would have been like, no way. I don't care <laughs> if she didn't eat for a week, if she didn't sleep for a week, and if she didn't get to ride for a week, she would not look like that. But I was, I was, uh, I was crying. I was upset. Um, it's like a you're, you're a was, human being or something. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah, it was I was really emotional. Um, there was so much pressure And I'm probably, you know what, probably a lot of it I just put on myself. But Sean's right, like the cameras were everywhere. There was this one special test where our Marshall happened to be a a woman. And I mean, she was amazing. And she said, oh, you guys are gonna love this special test. I can't tell you what it is, but I know you're gonna love it because you've practiced it and you're really good at it. And it was another trials test. It was the one that you saw, Liza, through the rocks. And I was excited, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, we have that. And she's like, I'm so positive that you guys are gonna clean this, that I'm going to Facebook live this. So <laughs> oh, what happened? Now I don't no know pressure. if you guys know what kind of service Verizon or AT&T has in Mongolia, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's nothing. So what happened is all the trucks came in with all this media equipment, satellite dishes. They took all this time to set this thing up so they could Facebook live our team. <laughs> oh man! And, you know, my heart was just like in my throat. I could just feel it beating. I'm like, all of a sudden, what was going to be a. Fun little child's ride. That yeah, we got this. I I couldn't even see straight. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't hang on the handle grab bars. And the cameras were in your face and the cameras behind you. And and there, and you can hear them on the top of the rock. Air raid, and it's Team Oz oh, America, and Jocelyn and our group, here they go, and they are going to rock this, and I can hear them talking, and I'm like, and then, boom, we had bikes upside down immediately, uh, and, you know, man. crunched in between the rocks, yeah. and running back to help our teammates, and it was like, and, you know, they're trying to save face on Facebook, and said, and It's really all about teamwork, and this is where it really shows. And you know, and these girls—it you
6: know,
11: was like, oh my gosh, can we just get this right? Can we just make these people proud? Can we just please do yeah. well? So that's why that that one day that we finished first for the day—it was just for a day—it meant so much. And the other teams were like. Cheering and celebrating with us, and uh, mm. if that's all it was, and we didn't finish last, <laughs> so yeah. it meant but a you, lot, you know yeah. what,
4: Jocelyn? I think the motorcycling community in general, and the, the women's motorcycling community in particular, owe you a huge debt of thanks just mm. for promoting the sport. I mean, it's, it's it's a monumental achievement. There's there's no question about I that. Agree.
11: Oh, yeah, that's really kind. You know, I just I just wanted women to see us and say, I, I can do that, I wanna do that. That's yeah. what it meant to me. Um, and I had to keep checking myself on that. It wasn't about the competition, it mm. wasn't about where we finished. What it was really about is what was being perceived at home on the computers, mm. these ladies that were watching, what were they feeling?
9: Mm. And
11: we're gonna find out when the qualifier comes up here next year mm. on how many women sign up. But mm. I mean, I'm still working actively to promote it. Uh, to promote the trophy, um, you know, to inspire women to not be afraid of the motorcycle if you can't touch the ground.
4: So what? I, th- I think you've already inspired more women than you could possibly oh, imagine. Thank no, you,
5: sure. and, and i got to say, this fella over here, too. Oh, I was like, uh, yeah, I was, on, I was on, on a KLR, and then Liza's like, yeah, Jocelyn Snow can do this, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? Oh,
1: cool. And then. You know, in the motorcycle community your feet don't touch the ground just not your bike bro and I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's just absolutely not true I, love yeah. it. Anyway, I, I got go. a question you. for you At one point, did you realize, holy shit, I'm actually doing this? Because, like, Mm. there's always uh, that thing where, yeah, yeah, I I got selected or I qualified for this, but when you're actually in the competition, when did you realize there's no turning back now? Like, was that like a day into it? Like, or or was that when you were being waterboarded or what's that? that?
7: Was that before
11: or after eating your first horse? Right. So it, it was really funny how that came about. You know, keep in mind there was practicing for the qualifier every single day after work, Mm. all day every weekend, making the qualifier. Then they sent us down to South Africa. If you recall, we had to qualify again against the women. Mm -hmm. You know, all the training for that. Then they sent us back to train again in South Africa. If you want a vacation on someone else's dime, this is the way to do it. You know, (laughs) and then you know, you're you're training and you're practicing, and then boom, you're in Mongolia. So honestly, you're just it's like a head spin. You don't even know what's happening. You don't know what to expect, and all of a sudden there you are and they cut the ribbon and everybody runs to this just just, these lines of brand new motorcycles looking for your name and looking for your flag and none of that you know your first test the second test the third day it didn't hit me until one day i'm just riding through the desert I had the sand down, I, you know, it was beautiful, it was sunny, there was a cool breeze, mm. the scenery was amazing, we had gone over a snow, a snow or ice patch that was, you know, long that we had to cross over, and then it was a creek, and then all of a sudden, what was desert is now these big, jagged, rock and mountains, and there were beautiful spring colored flowers and i you know i the terrain was just ever changing and then all of a sudden there was green grassy rolling hills and there was forest i'm like where am i and it hit me then yeah i said it out loud in my helmet. and i was like wow i'm in mongolia riding (laughs) motorcycle you know forget about all of that with all these really cool people and someone pinch me please this is just absolutely amazing that really is the
4: adventure of a lifetime isn't it agreed what about
3: what about you sean you know um (laughs) i fought really hard to be the journalist to go yeah as you can imagine i really wanted to go and there was a lot of people that were far better than me um, more qualified than me to go Mm -hmm. and and I got it just out of a combination of fluke circumstance. And and when it really kicked in is I, I realized like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Mm. Um and you know, I watched I got to go to all of the qualifiers we had in the US and and watched all of the riders, including Jocelyn Ride and, and they're just so amazing. And I thought, I, I can't do that. Yeah. And I would say that to myself, like, there's no way I'd even try that if they if I had not seen somebody else do it. And so I went to see um I was so worried I went to see a personal trainer to get like my body and shape and ready mm. so i spent three months that's smart I man never yeah. ever i hate the gym i yeah. never i never go i never have a personal trainer before and this woman just beat me to death i mean <laughs> i've no, never I'm, I'm, sweared <laughs> so much
4: i'm going to embarrass you now short. how long has it been <laughs> since we met darling six months a year maybe I, it's been yeah i'm going somewhere in between he's lean Said, last
6: time you he's look like le- a different yeah. man. He's
11: lean. Yeah. mean,
4: he, he really he is. dedicated
11: now, himself to this. Right.
4: Um, I I've lost some weight, honey, but nothing compared with you. <laughs> I mean, you 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 really have transformed yourself. So you you obviously took this challenge very very seriously and i was glad i did i mean there was yeah.
3: t- times there was competitions where we had mem- members of my team on their hands and knees begging for water i mean it was mm. so oh, hard
11: yeah. oh i beg navigation for
4: exercise yeah i'm that on my hands and knees begging for a cup of tea so what
1: was the moment then exactly just just being there and just realizing that well yeah. i had to do the training Physical training. I think
3: like wanting to give up the training thing. Like, and I hated driving to training. I hated being at training. (laughs) I hated being sore after training. Yeah, but I like the feeling and I thought I'm doing this because I've got a goal and, and I don't want to let my team down. Nice. And, and, and as an extension to that by day two I'd watched every member of my team fall yeah. at least once which it was always silly little falls mm-hmm. but I, right. I made this mental challenge I said I'm going to get through the entire GS Trophy without falling. Wow. That's going to be my not I'm not going to advertise it this is just my legacy and myself. did you? <laughs> By the skin of my teeth. Nice. Sean is selling himself short all over the place. First of
11: all, Sean is an amazing, amazing (laughs) writer. Extremely talented. And he definitely was well-deserved that he got the media position. I don't think there was a fight. There couldn't have been a fight. There was no one else better for the job than you. And you showed it. And you proved it. uh, And you kept your team strong. And, I mean, I'm proud of you. I think you guys did great.
4: There you have it. guys.
11: So, on a personal note, I would like to just
6: say that on the West Coast, and I not Mongolia at all, but you took me on a ride that changed me as a rider, wow. Jocelyn.
2: that's awesome.
6: I saw what could happen and what you could be no matter what size you were. And I now, since... January 1st, my New Year's with you, um, I have almost 28,000 miles on my bike, mostly in second gear on mountain roads that may have a name somewhere, and I don't know them, (laughs) (laughs) because I saw that that is what you could do. Not Mongolia, Carmel Valley Road, uh, like these random roads in the middle of nowhere, but it is... To to be able to see a woman do and man like be a part of a bike, be a part of a machine, and take it to its limit, you do that, and I saw that, and it has made me a bigger person and a better writer. That's so thank you. <laughs> you,
11: thank you, I and mean, just that is what all of this is about, mm-hmm. and um. You got me here. And that's really, that's that's what it's about. And I remember that day yeah. uh, very, very well. And... I didn't the, know what chicken strips <laughs> were. <Okay. laughs> the, the, the best part about that day was watching you improve dramatically, like, by the minute. Um, you know, her writing went from very, you know, very basic to confident she got confidence about it because oh i thought that this is how it's supposed to be and i don't i don't even know if i can do that i mean you can and we're gonna do it we're gonna do it now and you got this confidence and you got this aha moment you know and (laughs) when i watched that i just i was like it it, that's all of the work for the trophy if it if it only influenced just you one person then mission accomplished right. for me you
6: did it on a level where it was international uh, and it's being broadcast and that's so brave and so many more of
11: me's are getting to see that that's sweet and I gotta tell so you what's rad. brave this is what's brave I got on your bike remember oh yeah at the end when I was like holy crap every time I looked in the mirror you were there I'm like what is going on and so I'd step it up but look in the mirror and there you were and this is after we'd been riding for a few days and you know you could almost see the smile on our face. Oh yeah. So I'm like, you know what, let me check this bike out and uh, I, I didn't go far half a mile down the road and I came back and I gave it back to you quickly uh,
7: <laughs>
0: and
11: I don't know I think I dropped to my knees and bowed before you because uh, did the shifter fall off? <laughs> I don't know how she could ride that motorcycle but I have the most respect for Bex
0: I can tell no. you I, I've ridden with you and I had the opposite effect I'm like who the f- what the fuck is this small fry I can't keep up with? How the hell is she pushing that giant bike around?
11: Fuck this shit. That was, that was my attitude. Yeah, we've been, we've been friends ever since. You keep inviting me back. I am like, gonna keep up with me. Fuck this shit, let her go. Let's go ride, you wanna?
4: It's a beautiful thing. If I may very briefly just change the subject. Well, yeah, I mean, it's related. Um, Jocelyn and Sean. You both showed up on BMWs today, didn't you? We did. I would say it is fair to say they represent the opposite ends of the spectrum (laughs) (laughs) of what BMW (laughs) manufacture in 2018. (laughs) So let's start with yours, Jocelyn. What did you arrive today on? Well, if I
11: just make a little side note, my, my new GS rally is in... Pennsylvania.
4: Okay, we don't want to talk about. But it's that. a
11: special thing. It's, it's something that's coming up.
4: I yeah. want to mm-hmm. talk about. what You were <laughs> oh, right can on. Can, can I say what she wrote in
11: on?
0: Because I took. her. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> she wrote in on the brand new BMW Ninja 300. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah.
11: So, uh, so Miss Emma, it was uh, the new yes. the new BMW 310, also known as the Mini GS. Um,
4: Very the, handsome little bike. Yeah. You ride it like a complete hooligan. It
11: bike. is a hooligan bike. <laughs> I'm exactly. yeah. so excited. I put um, a little uh, undertale kit on it, put some uh, knobbies on
4: it. Great looking <laughs> bike. I mean, it's it fun. looks, the thing I like about it, it looks like a BMW. It's obviously a BMW. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a GS Junior. It's a, it's <laughs> yeah. a very aggressive looking bike. It's a um, little single cylinder, right? 300cc? Yeah, yeah. I just argue, it, I don't think it's a GS. Right. Would you say it is a good starter bike? So if we if we've got somebody listening to the show, um, maybe they've got a little more income because you know let's be honest here it's 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 not Japanese motorcycle money, is it?
11: You know, no, actually that bike you can get that thing out the door for about six thousand
4: dollars. Oh, that's a fantastic. Yeah, so brand new, good place to start.
11: I think so, and uh, it does have a little bit of a high. High seat height? Don't they all? No, it yeah. fit me. Oh yeah, okay, that's really be nice. I still have to slide on the seat. <laughs> <on my> I'm <side>. like, <laughs> uh, oh, my God, I got a three ten. I could. T- nope. Yeah, Jocelyn. I think that
4: might apply on every bike on the road. You know. Um, very good, Sean. Sean.
11: Um, what the hell?
0: How many cylinders <laughs> on Did, that thing? You he were came in on? like night rider. Did you hear the the boat horn when he
4: came <laughs> in? Yes. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> I love that bike. <laughs> you know, the driveway got dark when you it pulled did. it. In. It was like Batman a black hole coming on in. Two wheels. Do you
0: have to wear epaulets when you pilot that
3: bike? <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, so, tell me what you're riding. So, I'm riding BMW's current attempt at an American cruiser. Right. No. Yes. No. Yes.
4: It's yes. Well, no, yeah? no, I'll buy into that. I mean, yes. it's a bigger cruiser. It's it's more of a cruiser in a Honda F6B kind of cruiser. Yeah. It's like Goldwing Cruiser yeah. size, so yeah. but it's big, isn't it?
3: It's called the, the uh, K1600 Bagger.
4: Six <laughs> cylinders? Mm-hmm. And it's a six
3: inline badass. six cylinder. Wow. And um it is so awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: cool. What's um who came up was it Moto Guzzi? who came up but they have another 6 cylinder giant boat like
4: is that the? Uh, uh, the are you big... thinking of the the flying fortress? Yes, yeah.
0: this is like BMW's flying fortress. <laughs> it's uh,
4: wow. it's
3: um, you know the six cylinders, as you probably know, are they're great because right. they're, they're super smooth like a four cylinder, but mm-hmm. they have all the torque like a twin. So yep. mm-hmm. so you just have all this power all the time, and it's just this, and it's an excuse for me to wear black leather, which <laughs> <completely> <laughs> is, is pretty special for you. I mean on a bike. Yeah, I we wear it all the time but on a bike. Is
11: rare. <laughs> he's been working out. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I want to point out that Sean is, is a, Sean is actually wearing leather trousers of an extremely yeah,
7: advanced yeah. design.
4: <laughs> if I yes. was wearing underwear, they'd Dasberg. be leather <laughs> You were wearing
2: dash yeah. leather trousers. You were embracing the German. Um,
1: uh, yeah, black is slimming and intimidating. I call it slim intimidating.
4: <laughs> slim so, so, intimidating. Yeah. Um, 1600cc. Six cylinder designed primarily for America, so that means high bars, the front's raked out a little yeah, bit, yeah, feet forward,
3: arms back, right, 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 right. right. So, you know, and then you know, the American touring style is sort of derives on our roads here, you know, which is it, that sort of wide sweeping, relaxed.
6: Right. I totally yeah. have to say, uh, what was it, Henry? The Belgians,
3: yeah,
2: yes, on their oh man,
6: they were on their Harleys touring the U.S., and they're complaining, and they, they were every <laughs> bit of just. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm all get on my triumph. Have a try, and and the the first one who was the bravest one was the shortest one. And I said, I know the technique. Thank you, Jocelyn. So how you do this is uh, you you just toddle back and forth. You commit to one side, and if you have a, a higher bike than your inseam, you're good. But they wanted the American experience. Right. But they would have so much more. Per- for especially Death Valley at 120 miles, <laughs> at like 20 degrees, what, what is they
11: <laughs> much appreciate it. I am so, oh, Liza just just pulled some chaps out that of some. That is fabulous. Guys. But you know, oh, um, just, what's, what's the point the, of this? Again? I thought I retired. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, thing that
4: impressed, the thing that impressed me the most oh, about that giant bike you're on, Sean, and it's something of a BMW trademark, BMWs always seem to carry their weight very, very low and very, very forward. Mm. And I was looking at where the crank is on that bike, and it's way low and way forward. So mm. the thing probably handles really well. You should find out.
11: Yeah, we you know, should I, go might for ju- a ride. I might, I might just sitting right
4: out front. Yeah. <laughs> I might just do that. Um, you have to wear my we, leathers. We are
7: not,
0: <laughs> we are not shy about jumping on <laughs> people's bikes. Oh, know, we are shy. <laughs> yeah. uh,
4: I've got to admit, I, I'm not sure that I can even afford to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's, I would say, it's definitely up there in terms of uh, the cost. Take Isn't a guess. It? Take a guess at the cost. 30. Oh God! Uh, uh, thir- I heard a thirty. 30. What else? What Hell else? Hell of dollars. Well, no, hang on. Um, a, Panigale V4 uh, entry is twenty two. The S is yep. thirty one. Uh, Mid twenties. Mid twenties. That bike
3: starts at just shy of twenty. Yeah, nineteen oh. and change. So I gotta say that is, 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 is pretty realistic. Do you
6: take food stamps? <laughs> <laughs> so so can you still have an American experience on a cruiser? But be on a BMW. Yeah. Well, no.
3: yeah, you know that's well, really that's the, cha- a, the chaps will help. Ah. <laughs> it's a really interesting question, you know, and that, yeah. that's their target is right? to take the the Harley guys, and and funny enough, they want the Jeep guys. Like okay. wow. that's their that's I'll, their target, that's, and and they're winning. With yeah. that bike, hmm. you just bike is, I'll buy yeah. into
4: that. It's a very, very handsome-looking bike. Yeah. If anybody wants to actually check it out online, what is the model? It's the K1600GT. Did K1600B, as in Bagger? K1600B. It is a great-looking bike, and yeah. in the yeah. flesh, oh my Bager. god! Just, just look it's up uh, the
0: BMW Flying Fortress and the BMW <laughs> and
7: Ninja <laughs>
4: 300. <yeah. laughs> the Batmobile. Is, uh,
1: is the American Touring Experience go to a bar and then taking a shot, then going to another bar? Yeah. yeah, and
3: then and in the BMW.
1: Part of that is you can do that the bars just have to be in different
3: states uh, I, yeah, yeah,
6: there I you give go. these. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. they, they went Perfect. through american experience through uh death valley at 120 on a harley mm. twin air-cooled yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. well yeah wow. but you can
0: do that on a harley because you don't have to wear gear
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no these guys were helmet. doing the full bucket helmet too yep.
0: So, I I just want to circle back uh, to the GS Trophy. So, glad you did it, yes? Oh, definitely.
4: Lifetime experience.
11: For sure. Lifetime friends. Uh, Yes, I'm still keeping in touch with them today.
4: Um, I have a question for you. How's your press girl? Um, you said she got injured pretty badly, Yes, day three.
11: yes. I think day two or three. she two, um yeah, she broke her ankle. Her spirits uh, were really high. Um, they when people had an injury, they they basically sent them. Sent them by. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are, are you sure so. this wasn't an MTV show? <laughs> yeah, right. <So> we <laughs> Real didn't, life on yeah, motorcycles. You're off the island. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't get to see her, but we were able to get some Great. cell reception to get some texting with her. Um, I've spoken to her since, and she's recovering well and, okay. and already talking about some, some rides coming up. Cool. We did get a hold of her. Uh, custom 3D printed shrouds and uh, mailed them to her. Oh, cool. So mm. she has those uh, as a momentum. They oh, that's excellent. great. Well, I think it's great, Sean, that
0: BMW has come up with um, a hardcore event for dentists and CEOs. <laughs> 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 we needed something like this. Actually, now,
11: now think about this. If you just have a good friend that has a BMW gs you can go and compete at the qualifier right the two you can share a bike it doesn't matter and then you can win your qualifier Mm. and it's not for dentists or doctors because all of a sudden you're traveling these amazing countries riding someone else's motorcycle on somebody else's dime actually and, and i'll be honest for people who
0: are inspired by this and want to do it and I've been inspired by it. That's why I just sure. bought a KLR 650. <laughs> <Nice>. Simmer down, <laughs> simmer down. Oh boy, the poor man's BMW. I know it, but um, poor man's BMW. Yeah, um, but it, it's um, <laughs> no, no, no. I I've actually because I was looking on Craigslist for the last like month for a dual sport, you know, in the price range I was looking for, three to four grand. That's why I got the KLR because that was my budget. But I was amazed. How many GSs? Now the GS eleven hundreds and eleven fifties.
3: Hmm.
0: I've found two in the last month that were under three grand.
3: Wow, mm-hmm. twenty
0: five hundred. I can't and wait to How hear la- many miles? Last week, like on Thursday, there was a uh oh party foul. There was a <laughs> GS twelve hundred A with one hundred twenty five thousand miles hmm. that had been used as a commuter from Sacramento to San Francisco. Wow. For thirty five hundred. Yeah, wow. but yeah, you know
4: what? Nice. Of that kind of mileage lies yeah, no. the maintenance. Yeah. Will kill you. <laughs> but, but yeah. my
0: point being that when I, you know, I got a KLR as a poor man's BMW, but I was surprised how many GSs are coming up under four grand, hmm. some in under three grand, hmm. that. Yeah, you're going to get something that's maybe, you know, needs some more work, but still, a lot of these have been very dependable commuter bikes for somebody, and they haven't seen a hard life at all. Yeah. And you can get a GS and get into this game for not that much money now. Um, Of course, yeah, the 1200s are the bike to have, but the 11s and 1150s that are heavier, but you know what 10 years ago
6: or 15 years ago they were yeah they were the shit yeah and
3: they're you still can, great bikes yeah, yeah
6: they're still good bikes right quick can we just do a shout out how much is the 310
11: six thousand dollars right wow brand new yeah uh but i believe to compete in the gs trophy you have to have a 650 cc or, higher. or, or uh, higher yeah um but you know what if you want adventures Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is, it's a great, great bike. It's also, you know, a good bike for being in the city, San Francisco or Santa Cruz. And they,
3: they make two, they make the, 310 GS that Jocelyn's riding, but they also make the 310R, which is even lower Mm. and and, uh, a more street worthy. Yeah, yeah, it's a roadster style bike. It's It's even less expensive.
4: It's a great looking little bike.
0: So, Jocelyn, we know you can't compete next year, but you're supporting it. Um, Sean, can you get back in the game?
3: You know, I'm trying to get both Jocelyn and I back. Oh, Uh, Oh, as a a press. Yeah, you know, um, Jocelyn and I, we, we have so much fun doing uh, Facebook Live and yeah. you know, press things together and, and I want us both to go back and, and not just be the Team USA. I want us to be the GS Trophy people.
11: We want to be like the host. No, I think... Yeah, exactly. The host, the, the, the team That host. makes sense. Oh. Yeah, like the that tallest really guy and the shortest girl. You, exactly. be the you, you two go.
4: are very good representatives for the GS Trophy. <laughs> so you. what can we as Misfits do to help you? I mean, is there any way we can promote yeah, you? Well, you if know, the got got
11: listeners some, too. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you
4: got some leather chops Yeah. <laughs>
11: yeah. You
3: <know>, that already Write <laughs> <up. laughs> right some letters to
11: BMW. if you really think about it, I mean, for BMW, they spend this money um, because it's advertising it's advertising for their bikes, of sure. course. Yeah. Um, so social media is huge, and they really do look at social media presence. So Sean and I, Sean Thomas and Jocelyn Snow, need to make sure that we keep our social media heavy um, so that when we do make a proposal to them, uh, we, we have some followers, hmm. and um, you know we come with... We come with a little. So backing.
3: yeah. So just for yeah. clarification, there's probably a lot of Sean Thomases out there. So if the <laughs> listeners
2: were out there, what picture do you have right now?
11: Chaps,
7: like <laughs> chaps. So, tra- tra- yeah. Don't every social weird. media, every
3: social media that I have, the title is always Sean Thomas Rock On. Okay. So gotcha. <laughs> you look up Sean Thomas Rock On, you'll find me on Instagram, on Facebook. I don't know. There's probably a picture of me doing something really.
6: Embarrassing. <laughs>
11: Jocelyn's name is unique. Yes, it's J-O-C-E-L-I-N. Oh. And then snow, like the white fluffy stuff. There's a Jocelyn Snow uh, page. And then there's a Snow Jocelyn page uh, for dyslexic people. Just pick one. <laughs> so Thank
0: you. We, we haven't stated,
11: but I want to know what were the
0: standings of this event? Now, Do you remember how all the teams ranked by any chance, Sean? Uh,
3: I could look it up.
0: Uh, Let's swing. What were the top three teams?
3: Okay, so um, right away it was clear that the team to beat was South Africa. Mm. They were... Awesome wow. really, and they kind of had a ringer because their journalist was also the guy in charge of training them, and he had been to all of the previous oh. GS trophies, so he knew how it all worked ah. and uh, so he and he was great and they were great, so they came in first and they earned it and I got to give props to team France because a lot of what um, made you win with strategy, and one of the things that we had was a slow race, and it's very simple: all three riders go from A to B as slow as possible, mm-hmm. yeah. and the longest time wins. Right, and if you put a foot down, you then you're you're out. So Team USA rocked it, got nice. a second place score. Team France rode in, all three riders oh, rode right. side by side, stopped, and put their feet on each other's foot pegs.
11: Locked balance. handlebars and sat there. Nice. TikTok and it was It was wow. a Facebook
3: Live, yeah. and they mm-hmm. knew that Team USA was going to do well, so they had Facebook Live filming Team USA versus France. They wow. had me narrating it, Whoa. so we're on live, and oh, and I'm like, oh, holy <laughs> shit! <We're> Look <laughs> at Team France! Oh my goodness, they're oh it! And they sat for like five minutes, just wow. sat there wow. like TikTok. Awesome. It, it was great. I know what Charlie's
5: Angels in French is, but
3: <laughs> 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 so Team France came in third place by two points behind Team USA. Team
0: USA, yeah, second place. Good showing. And Jocelyn, do you
11: know who the bottom four teams were? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, we finished, uh, I believe, 15th, um, and then uh, we finished the first female team um and team india and team japan um we beat were able to to beat them uh, and then uh canada was just above us it was a was a tight score but um, you know th-
4: that really
11: is just about. We had an amazing time. Yeah,
4: well done. What a great showing great for everyone.
3: Yeah. yeah. By the time we were standing on the podium, nobody cared.
11: No one cared. Yeah. Cares. Yeah. yeah. It was just a party of yeah. celebrating. Uh, we know, your friends. I Can't believe. <laughs> I don't know
3: how the Russians got so much vodka in. But yeah. they had, oh, <laughs> It was insane. It was nice. So much. There are always ways. Oh, you, it was super cool. Like every team, everybody had a little pack on the back of their bike, and they yeah. carried carried yeah. like a little med kit and little <laughs> stuff and then a bunch of your own personal stuff yeah. and one team team China had this super ornate tea making kit and every time we'd stop yes, they'd get out this heat element and this beautiful clay pot and this like heat shield loose leaf tea and, loose leaf tea and, and, and all these cups and yeah. they would sit in this little half circle they barely spoke a word of yeah. any, or any other language and they would invite us over and Make we'd sit and have tea oh. and it was super super cool and it, it was, was kind neat. of it was funny because they, the Chinese the way they slurp tea they oxygenize it as they mm. drink so it's like
7: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and soup. Yeah. Yeah. It was freaking cool. It was really fun.
0: It was I experience. Sounds like an amazing experience. And, and I see why the media person is so important because I really enjoyed following on Facebook and on YouTube all the yeah, videos. We all did. And cool. I just have um, one last question for you. What does horse taste like? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
3: very lean. And, and I my daughter Chewy. was so upset. Oh. And, and I actually started calling the geostrophy the horse meat
7: five thousand. Oh. 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 And she actually like stopped
3: she stopped That's me hilarious. after I done. It. she goes, Dad, seriously, like I'm over it. <laughs> Don't talk about oh. eating words anymore. <laughs> they're, they're, Wisdom they're, at a ta- young age. Yeah, they taste majestic.
7: Awesome.
0: I'm glad you guys came in to share these stories. They're amazing. And I know you're going to have more adventures. So we'll get you in for that. But first, I want to get a couple of emails. Bop, bop. Henry, since you have the shortest email, <laughs> and the, the uh-huh. last email you came to you, you refused to read. Maybe you will read this one.
2: Yes. Uh, this one is from Eric. It is titled... Hey, Eric. Hello,
0: Eric. Hi, Eric.
2: Hi, hey, Eric. It's titled Aprilia Futura. Congratulations. Oh, yeah.
0: Emma and I saw an orange one go by when we were having tacos. I, th- I think it started oh, really? off
2: red yeah. and it had faded.
0: Uh, anyone who's listening
6: yeah. right now, those are not... You're not getting pulled over
11: You're not getting <laughs> pulled over Alright,
6: go ahead, Henry
2: Sounds to Santa Cruz Anyway, congratulations to me, Henry For getting the Futura If he has any questions, feel free to write I'll be tink- I've will be. i been tinkering with mine for 14 years now Best regards, Eric wow. Thank you, Eric cool. Thanks, Eric awesome. really cool. yeah. So
0: you have that email now And you can uh, give him a, shoot him an email if you have any questions
2: Yeah, that's really cool I, That's awesome. a super rare bike So That's very
0: nice Megan what you got there? Do you remember how to read an email, Megan? I do. I don't have my glasses <laughs> on, so bear with me,
8: please. Um, this is titled I Want a Dual Sport Part mm-hmm. Two.
4: Mm. And it's from Joe. Hey, Joe. hey Joe. 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 What you doing with that gun in your hand? What up,
8: bah, <laughs> I wrote you guys a couple months ago about wanting a dual sport, particularly the DR650 mm-hmm. and whether or not I oh, should sell my Yami FZ09. Please don't. Such a good buy. Please don't. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. I love mine. Um, or wait till I could afford both. Well, the plan was to wait till next year, but after riding my Monkey uh, 79 KV 75 two-stroke on trails that mm. it had absolutely no business being on <laughs> in <it, laughs> vintage days, I decided bike. I could wait no longer. It's I test bike. rode a KTM 690 Enduro, nah, and it was the really shit. Bad. Now you're talking. Mm. <laughs> Great bike. <laughs> then I saw the price tag. <laughs> so I test rode a DR six 650 two weeks later, and as Liza said, it was a brick. It was kind of brick-like, but fun. <laughs> Well, after searching Craigslist for weeks and weeks, I finally found it, and I was the first person to call the dude, Dibs. With your advice against selling my bike and my test ride, I am happy to say that I am now the proud owner of a 2005 DRZ 400S with 4,500 miles, and I kept my FZ09. Thank you. Good, good, okay, good. Um, It has the exact sparkles. yep. It has the exact farkles I would have added already, bash plate, hand guards, rear rack, Clark 3.9-gallon tank, and a full FMF system, which I could never have justified buying for 2800 bucks. Yikes. Oh, that's a good price. Yeah. Awesome. It runs just fine, but idles a tad low. Thanks for the advice. The bike is bitchin'. All Look right. forward to seeing you next time ta- uh, at the next, sorry. Hey yeah. Days. I got a chance to talk to Nuke
7: <laughs> and, Phil,
8: and Phil briefly, but not the rest no. of you. Damn. Nice no. impromptu seminar.
0: <laughs> By the way, god damn, that was last minute. Peace, cool. Joe. Awesome. Nuke. Because everyone remembers what the formula is for the right amount yeah. of bikes, right?
7: And plus one. Plus one. one
5: <laughs>
0: All right, James, what do you got there?
5: All right. I got a Ducati, yo. Yo.
4: Yo, yo,
7: yo. yo.
5: (laughs) This this one is from from Tom in Leeds. Hello,
4: Tom. Hello, Tom in Leeds.
5: So he writes, I have quite a few questions to bug you all with. I understand if you can't answer them all. Here goes. I recently bought a Ducati Monster 750. Monster. 1996. And after hearing all the stories on the horror stories on the show about how vacuum fuel petcocks are, I noticed the Ducati had not one, but two of the suckers. Yes. Mm. Is it possible to just get rid of them and install manual fuel tap? The bike runs and rides fine, so should I just leave them alone? I also noticed the two CV carburetors are mounted on an angle. How do these work, as I thought a carburetor had to be horizontal for the fuel bowl float to work properly. Oh no, darling. Yeah. Uh, Look forward to hearing... All your answers, ride fast, and take chances. So
0: So let's start with the pet cocks. Should he
4: remove the vacuum pet cocks? Save them until they break. Yeah, exactly. If if the bike's running fine, um, leave them alone. You can get an upgrade. In fact, Pingel do um, a petcock kit for that, but they're horrendously expensive. Mm. So just leave them well alone. They'll and be fine. Don't fix it.
5: And even mm. if they do break, you can just use them in the uh, the prime position. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So
4: no, I'd forget about that. Now, as far as the carburetors go, Venturi even effect. though the carburetor is mounted at an angle, mm-hmm. the actual internals of the float chamber are at a complete mm-hmm. horizontal. Yep. And you can't actually mm-hmm. tell because the mounting surface between the float chamber. And the and the carb body may also be at an angle, but the internals are completely level. So, you know, the venturi of the carb, as you said, James, it doesn't matter what angle it's at. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, just, it's, it's, it's about that float chamber. Yeah. And just for reference, most car carburetors
5: flow uh, vertically. So yeah, the, the air cor- comes in the top and goes out the
4: bottom they're called downdraft stuff. Yeah, exactly.
5: And the carb is actually usually or not the carb but the the bowl is on the side. Yep. Right. So the bowl doesn't really matter where it is so long as it's horizontal as long as, as long somewhere as
4: long as, it, as long as it is on the horizontal. So um
0: yeah, it's goodbye. Yeah, I, I mean, mean the vacuum petcocks are
4: there for a reason to keep
0: the flow from going when you're not running the bike
4: well it, i mean in- it all boils down to manufacturers underestimating owners i mean in an yes. ideal world all our bikes would have manual petcocks, and we'd all remember to switch them off but we don't when we turn the ignition off and if ever i i get a new customer on a classic bike that i've just built i always say peanut butter and jelly ignition petcock petcock right, right, ignition right. and just think about it like that the two go together so in, but in the manufacturers don't think like that right. so they just give you vacuum petcock
0: in a perfect world on. it is doing a function right and until they go bad
4: but you know i've had a and sl- they don't all go bad no but i i've mm. had a slew of vespers going bad lately mm, you know yeah. the trouble is they keep on messing with fuel yeah, and you. Knew, I mean, just because fuel was compatible with the uh, yeah. diaphragm in a vacuum petcock a year ago, it doesn't mean that the new formula is going to be. Yeah. you know, that's the that's the problem. It's a sliding scale, but. Um, no, I mean, Joe, if it's running great, leave it well alone. There Don't fix go. what ain't broke, mate. It's a good bike. Yep.
0: Good, thanks for emailing us. Bagel, what do you have?
4: I have an email from Ben R.
0: Hey, Ben. Uh, ben.
10: Hello, ben. It's titled, looking <laughs> to find a CB350-750 to, to 1970s model. And Ben writes, having issues finding a nineteen seventies Honda CB. I've been riding for three years, right? But I'm wanting to learn more about building, right? I'm looking for one that's less than less than fifteen hundred that needs some TLC. Ooh, was wondering if y'all had any leads on any. Obviously, I would need to get it shipped to Texas, but I'm willing to do
0: that. Uh, oh. I think the only CB left that you might get under fifteen hundred would be a CB seven fifty K DOHC. I think that's probably the least
4: valuable. Right? Well, no, he wants three fifty, doesn't he? No,
0: he said three fifty to seven fifty.
4: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Any
0: of the Cbs? Avoid the CB five hundred.
4: Well, you know, I mean, if you're on a budget, I mean, they're bad, yeah. but they're not terrible. Um, I tell you what, he might, especially in Texas. Mm-hmm. You might find a CB three hundred and sixty.
0: Yeah, we had one here last week. Yeah. CB three hundred and sixty
4: T. You'll find a CB three hundred and sixty T for um, mm. for that kind of money, and yeah. you can do a lot with them. Um,
0: and even though you probably won't find it at that budget, also type in CL.
4: Yes. Oh, yeah. Those are cool bikes. Because with a high pipe. have the.
0: High, this is basically a CB with a high pipe.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what's the shipping? Because I mean, mm, you yeah. know, I mean, it can cost you.
8: We have extra prices over here, too. Yeah. So. It yeah. can
4: cost you a dollar a mile to get a bike shipped. You're shipping it 2,000 miles. That's 2,000 here, bucks. Here's what shipping. I say.
0: Mm. Um, go to AMA Vintage Days. Yes. Next July. Oh, yeah. If you don't find what you want there, Phil has what you want. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Take a truck to Ohio. You will come home with something. Or just fly there and, and ride
4: And back. just remember this. Because the builders tend to focus on CBs, the price is inflated. Think outside the box. If you're on a budget, consider a a GS Suzuki. um, You can build extremely good-looking GSs. Consider um, Yamaha XV. A Virago, you yeah. can build a really good-looking Virago. Greg Hagerman's built a 1,000 of them, and or they look KZ great. too. Okay, so... Or a KZ. Although they're getting up there. Yeah. I mean, the big KZ four-cylinder ones, they've got a cult following for sure. You might get a KZ 750 twin for 1,500 bucks. All right,
0: Emma, I'm going to throw out something a little whammy, kind of like how yeah, yeah, yeah. Jocelyn, how they figured out a way to yeah. win that competition by being smarter. <laughs>
7: mm-hmm.
0: A lot of people don't think of the Nighthawks as CBs, but they are Tell in you what. fact CBs.
4: Hmm. The Nighthawks, Nighthawks are great, and they're 450, a great.
0: 550, 650, hmm.
10: 700, $750. Hmm. Great basis. You know, I have a friend who's got a Nighthawk
4: he wants to sell.
0: Nighthawks are going. Are they are CBs? they <laughs> yes, are. The they next are. evolution of CBs. They're not collectible yet, but no. they are going to they're be. Getting
4: to, they're getting. Hmm. They're getting that way. Um, and you know. E- it's a great base i mean you're building Uh a bike so you can start with anything and and just change it up
0: and i would say of all of those the nighthawk 700 is going to be the winner yeah
4: yeah, probably. I like yeah. the Nighthawk mm-hmm. 700. Yeah, most of the issues yeah.
1: have been sorted out. Materials
4: engineering has gotten yeah. better. Nighthawk 700S with I- a little bikini fairing. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, one more email. Let's do it. Okay, um, and this is from Razor Rules 92. Okay, mm-hmm. Razor Rules 92. What's going on, y'all? Hey. Amelia emailing again from Milwaukee. That's Black- oh, Milwaukee? That's in Wisconsin. <laughs> Home of the Fawns. Oh, yeah. Hey. hey. Um, so, just a quick update. <laughs> <What>? he... <laughs> okay. Just a quick update. He emailed a few weeks ago and asked Emma—that's me, you know—about his coughing Sportster. Um, mm. To which Emma's advice checked out to the needle, ah. got it running smooth. Thank hey. you. Nice. It's like you know nice. what you're doing or something. Yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> um, he's got a qu- couple of questions. A few months ago, I purchased a porn pig. 1980 suzuki gs850 what was i telling you for 250 bucks wow with an extra part spike um you can imagine the condition no i can't (laughs) and disrepair um but with little to no mechanical experience where is it best to start like everything and not to get overwhelmed and slowly make progress honestly i don't even know if it runs it probably doesn't But used when (laughs) parked um, so let's deal with... He's got another Land question after poke. that. But let's deal with that first. 1980 Suzuki GS850, you've got a lot of things going for you, you've got a lot of things working against you. Um, things you've got going for you, by 1980, the GS850, which is a four-cylinder shaft-drive bike, they're done away with the points and condenser, so it's got electronic ignition, and it is stone reliable. The The, the old GS... Factory electronic ignition was some of the best on the planet. I mean, they just do not go wrong. The charging systems are worse. The Mm -hmm. charging systems are just pathetic, but we'll deal with that. So put a set of plugs in it and strip those carburetors down. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. You're going to have fuel problems. 1980, 78 and 79 had slide carburetors. 1980, it's got CV carburetors. So you're going to have to go through the carburetors. Get four carburetor kits, strip them down, clean them out. If you're doing a build, you'll probably want to change the fuel tank because the fuel tank isn't the prettiest on the GSA 50G. It's kind of a big coffin-shaped thing.
0: Don't even worry about the fuel tank. Use, a, use an IV. Use an IV, but I think what you're getting to is... You have to get it running. My thing is... Get it running first. Don't start planning what color you're going to paint it. Don't start choosing what grips and new exhaust you want. Don't spend a dime on it until you get it it running. Even if it's running poorly, you need to get it running so you can check basic
4: functions. The good news is with the GS850, I know these bikes like the back of my hand. A GS850 will run to 65,000 miles, you put a cam chain in it, it'll run to another 65,000 miles, you put a cam chain in it, it'll run to another 65,000 miles, at 200,000 miles, you've got to rebuild the engine completely. They are bulletproof, but they have weak charging systems, that's for something for you to worry about down the road. They have terrible carburation, which you're going to find out about very quickly. Hmm. Um and God they pour oil out everywhere. Mm. But it's a great bike. Um so get it running first. Second thing is let's have a look here. Second question is with my ninety seven Sportster, it's obviously old, so where's a good place to start to breathe some life into it and rejuvenate? Mm. Thanks you guys for the entertainment. As always. Mike and knock a badass. Knock your badass. I'm
1: all right. And there's only one checks in the mail.
0: <laughs> sure, he didn't mean stinky ass. Yeah. Um,
4: yeah. And there's only one army he's willing to enlist for. Which one is that?
0: Oh, Emma for president. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Right. I think the GS 1200 army. Oh, the GS God. trophy I mean army, the, These guys are tougher
4: than me. I still, just uh, imagine them you.
0: coming over a dune and some dude on like a horse just going, oh, my God, we're being invaded. <laughs> by, <laughs> yeah. by
4: aliens it's or th- something. Th- the Army GS. Oh. But the same advice I'll give him as to everybody. You've got a big project, a giant project. Where do you start? It's so easy to get overwhelmed. You look at the big picture, you see this rusty relic in front of you. It's, where the hell do I start? Once you get it running, start at a small area and work your way back, work your way forward. Mm. It doesn't matter. You break it into projects. And you deal with one project at a time and just work through it, keep bashing away at it.
0: Get a good set of feeler gauges. Yes. Because you're going to be checking everything to see if it's in spec.
4: Hmm. Right, and just a good set of hand tools. Um, But if you're doing a cosmetic restoration on a bike just break it down into component parts this weekend i'm going to restore the front wheel of the bike so if it's an alloy wheel you're going to be rubbing down the aluminum aluminium darling getting a shine back on it if it's a spoke wheel you may be going to run some new spokes through it get the chrome back but just deal with one subcomponent at a time work on the front end because if you look at the whole thing you just Jesus! Yeah. It's overwhelming.
0: Megan, would you suggest that somebody try painting their own bike?
7: Definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's something everyone should
4: experience. <laughs> Once. Once. With a now roller, you
11: painted a bike? I, I wrap them. I change color so bikes, change, bikes yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. everybody learns that. Paint them sparkly lesson. pink
0: not
1: <laughs> yeah um you, you got a shout out yeah um this is just one of the cool things about the uh recycle garage and the website that we have it's you know it's relatively active but we get people who listen to the show uh send in their what those guys picks. yeah
6: these ones here
1: yeah yes these peoples uh so shout out to ricky darren deskins ii who got himself a Hi, 79 ricky. 850 xs for 50 bucks oh wow which had a seized motor and through yeah. a lot of hard work and picture taking and you know sweat <coughs> equity he got himself uh, a nice running bike now. He
0: hung Great. it, he, yeah. he nice. tore it down on the frame, hung it in a tree and painted it and welded it up there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's a backyard build. And backyard let me build. tell you
4: something right now. The XS850 was the last of the Yamaha double overhead cam triples. It's an extremely capable bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean the 750s they started off very doggy and they got better and they got better and they got better and, got better, and then the final incarnation was the 850 and it a very, very capable bike. Yeah. There's not many bikes on the road that sound as good as that thing. Yeah.
1: Mm. But awesome. yeah. i oh, sorry. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, if you guys have projects and you want to post them up on, on their website. Oh, please their, do. Please I do. love seeing stuff like that. Yeah, it's great. Do you mean our Facebook page? Facebook page. There you go. The Book of Faces.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the Recycle um, Garage page. I wanted to thank Sean and Jocelyn for coming out. I appreciate it and yes. sharing the stories. It was really fun to follow everything, but also hearing the stories beforehand sure. and being excited for you guys and to follow was really cool. And now with your enthusiasm going through and wanting to stay a part of it, I think we're going to have that window to follow it. Right. Next time so I'm excited about And I that. just
4: want to say how well groomed Sean is <laughs> <laughs> With his lean physique I did I that for you
0: Sean, <laughs> Sean where where are you going next Because you're always on the go um, I, I
4: am uh, I'm, I'm. going to Portugal mm. Oh what a beautiful Country yes. oh, It's just crushingly handsome and,
3: um, I would pay close attention because there's going to be some Reports of bikes that no one knows about yet Ooh. Oh. Ooh.
0: Nice <laughs> Where should we be following
3: you know, um, finding me on Facebook is always the best way.
0: Um, I'll tell you what, if you are posting something, I might just be sharing it on the recycle please page. Please do. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's great. And when are you off to Portugal? Um, very soon. <laughs> <Like>? <laughs> uh, I've got uh, got a couple other trips coming up before then, but, okay. uh, um, but uh, Portugal should be next month.
4: Nice. Wow, yeah. so that is soon. Wow, wow, wow. We
0: were lucky to find a date that they were both here in town, able yeah. to come out here Yeah. again, so I appreciate it. Lots of good stories, and um, yeah, and thanks for bringing out the the fun bikes for us to, to take a look at and mock. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks she, for having us. us. Yeah. yeah, thanks very much. Awesome. Thanks. So again, um, Snow Jocelyn on Facebook, if you want to follow her. And Sean Thomas, Rock On! Sean Thomas, Rock On! You'll find him in there. I still have some Rock On stickers. I'm going to put those in next
3: prize
0: back. Awesome. Um, on that note, again, um, you know, thank you to everyone who stayed with us five years. God, yeah. that's a lot of listening, wow. isn't it? Yeah. So cool. I know. It takes uh, a lot, Ding
1: Dongs. Uh, <laughs> Rick, how long have you been
0: sticking with us?
1: Uh, I've
10: been listening for about three years, but I went back and started in January with uh, episode one.
7: Again. <laughs>
1: Nice, where I
10: started. So, uh,
1: cool. hey, thanks for being on the show and hanging out, man. Yeah, yeah, awesome. it's great. That's good stuff we love Thank it. you for we all the uh, the rides today. Had sure. a great time.
0: Right, we didn't say you're Oregonians on on the move. We are.
10: Um, we're on a 15 day trip. Um, this is day nine, and nice. uh, We have no plans. This was uh, one of the, the high points. Was I wanted to stop here? <laughs> uh, Tim wanted to hit a couple roads in Southern California, so we hit those and. Now we're going to avoid fires on our apocalyptic tour back good to luck. back to Oregon. <laughs> That's,
0: to That's a coast. very very good
6: backyard build by the way. And High five.
0: we always tell everyone, "Hey, if you're coming through, come and visit us." And and you guys did and and I I I knew I, I was predicting. I, I I went up to Tim, not knowing who was who, but I I said, "So, we get Two kinds of people who come through here. <laughs> ones, the ones that listen and are excited to be here, and then the ones that get dragged here and don't know why they're here. <laughs> I look at Tim and which one are you? And he goes, "Yeah, uh, why am
7: I here?" <laughs>
1: I've had a great time
7: visiting with everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, that's all right. right. Thanks, Tim.
1: And we turned It turns out we know the same group of people in Oregon.
7: Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Nice. Awesome. Well, maybe we'll see you up at the one show. Well, you nice. know, oh, yeah. I've,
4: I've said it so many times. You know, the biking community really is a lot smaller than people know.
0: Exactly. And just remember if you're gonna be in Toronto September twenty seventh to thirtieth, go see the Toronto Moto Film that's, Festival. That's what? in Canadian
4: land, isn't it? It is in We're is. international
0: Canada.
1: with it said. <laughs>
4: oh yeah. <That's> pretty
1: awesome.
5: <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. That's right. Uh-huh. I know. Make you worldwide.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I think on that note, um I'm just so happy. I mean, we've made it 5 years. Wow. And just wow. <laughs> I think from now, now we're just going to take it day by day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> think of all the time I could I could have been at home adjusting oh my, my valves. Gosh. <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Valve adjusting know. time I've lost. Jeez. Oh, On that note, I think we're ready to get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go to MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. You'll find the links to anything you ever need right there. MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. On that note, I'm ready to get out of here. Thanks again. This is Eliza.
1: (laughs) This is Nock. This
11: is Megan.
5: This is James. Mm, Bagel. Emma Dalek. John Thomas.
11: Jocelyn Snow.
2: Rick. Tim. Henry.
11: Aloha.
3: Number five is alive. (laughs) Number (laughs) eight. And we're out of here. Five years.